This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Thursday, August 26th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, the Central Bucks School District voted 5-4 to four to reject a plan that would have mandated masks for all students and staff when school starts Monday. But students can still wear masks, obviously, if parents want them to. Long lines could be seen around the Central Bucks High School building Wednesday ahead of the meeting. The room filled quickly, and many were not able to get inside, and that included some news reporters. Opinions were split between between those who support a mask mandate for students and those who are opposed. As school boards across the country are meeting to decide if uh, on mask mandates, Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf sent a letter asking the Republican-led legislature to return to the U.S. Capitol immediately to pass legislation mandating the use of masks for all students K-12. through He noted that just 59 school districts in the Commonwealth out of 474 had implemented mandatory masking policies. But Jason Gottsman, the spokesperson for the Pennsylvania House Republican Caucus, says that he uh, that they have not planned to do so. The board plans to develop a plan that considers the number of COVID cases in Bucks County and adjust accordingly accordingly when COVID cases are high. They plan to meet next Tuesday to consider such a plan. The board agreed that masks will not be mandated when cases are moderate or low. Also on Wednesday night in Bucks County, the Ben Salem Township School District finalized safety plans for upcoming the upcoming school year, including mask guidance. The board voted that masks will not be mandatory for all teachers, staff, and students. Philadelphia police are scheduled to provide an update today on one of the most well-known unsolved cases in the city. Hmm. Investigators are holding a 2 p.m. press conference on the infamous Fairmount Park rapist, a wanted suspect who killed a medical student and attacked three other women nearly two decades ago. You guys remember this? Yes, absolutely, yeah. Rebecca Park was raped and killed by strangulation while she was jogging on July 13th, 2003. The DNA found at Park's murder was tied to two other attacks in 2003, a rape on April 30th, uh, 2003 at Kelly Drive in Fountain Green. Road and an attempted rape on October 25th, 2003 at West River Drive and near Falls Bridge. Four years later in 2007, the serial rapist struck again, this time in Pennypack Park. Police say a woman was raped near Frankfurt and Solly Avenues. In 2019, the FBI described the suspect as a man with a thin mustache and or jawline beard. He may wear a hoop earring in his left ear and has a widow's peak hairline. He speaks broken English uh, and the suspect may ride a 10-inch speed, dark metallic English racer racer type bicycle with curved white handlebars, the FBI stated. Um, so police have not said what they will be announcing at 2 p.m. today. Uh, I did see on 6ABC this morning, they were talking about uh, the, the sites like Ancestry and Family Tree and oh, using DNA. Yeah. That was just their speculation. Okay. Um, but So we'll see. But 2 o'clock today, they're saying that they're releasing more information. So we'll find out what that is. You have to imagine that geometrically is added to the available data to these investigators. You know, when you're doing a search like this, I mean, it's all out there. It's, it's basically people who are participating we talked about this with 23 me and yeah. ancestry.com that that database keeps building and building and building well and what they're doing is they're using the dna that they found at these scenes uh and yeah. and they're connecting it to family members who right. may be on there so right. it's not necessarily a suspect but sometimes they can solve cases and on 6abc this morning um the reporter was talking about cases that were solved because of that oh you found out you had 300 extra yes, relatives right. exactly. <laughs> that was different for me <laughs> california may become the first state to pay drug addicts to stay sober it's called contingency management and the federal government has been doing it for years with military veterans research shows it is one of the most effective ways to get people to stop using drugs like cocaine and methamphetamine stimulants for 
for which there are no pharmaceutical treatments available. California Governor Gavin Newsom uh, asked the federal government for permission to pay for the state program through Medicaid. Meantime, state lawmakers are considering their own plan. Under the program, people earn small amounts for every negative drug test. Most people who complete the treatment without a positive test can earn a few hundred dollars, and they usually get the money on a gift card. What about the promise of just being gainfully employed and, and all of that <laughs> stuff as a result of not being addicted uh, to drugs? Yeah, that too, right? Yeah. yeah. All right, in sports this morning. <laughs> The Phillies lost to the Tampa Bay Rays last night oh, at the ballpark. Francisco Mejia hit a tie-breaking three-run home run in the ninth inning in the American League East. Leading Rays beat the Phillies 7-4. They're at home uh, again tonight as they open up a four-game series against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Zach Eflin will get the start game time. It's at 7.05. The Flyers have signed forward Derek Broussard to a one-year contract worth 825 thousand dollars. Yeah, $25. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm used to saying millions. Right. I was like, I was hey, like, hold on. Wow. <laughs> Just shy of a billion dollars. That's not bad. The 33-year-old player uh, played 905 NHL games over a 14-season career with eight franchises. He has most recently uh, with the Arizona Diamondbacks, uh, Diamondbacks the Arizona Coyotes, uh, <laughs> where he scored eight goals and added 12 assists for 20 points in 53 games last season. Over the course of his career, uh, he has 194 goals and three 309 assists for 503 points along with 419 penalty minutes. He also scored 25 goals and added 43 assists in 117 playoff games. And in the Little League World Series, 12-year-old Gavin Weir from Sioux Falls, South Dakota, threw a no-hitter to earn his team a 1-0 win over Torrance, California, allowing his team to advance to the semifinals. Weir struck out 14 hitters, allowing zero hits and zero runs. The no-hitter was the fourth of the tournament, uh, his fourth for the tournament, and he now has struck out a total of 100 14 opposing hitters. Throughout the tournament, Weir gave up only one hit and six walks after facing 132 batters. So he's had four no hitters in just in, in, in this tournament. In this tournament. So yeah. did Crazy. he, um, was this the guy who was uh, one batter away from having a complete game no hitter, but he had gone over his pitch count? I'm not did you sure. see that guy? Okay. No, I didn't see that guy. Uh, yeah. Let's just be clear it's not a guy, it's a 12 year old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, kid. Okay. Uh, that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. Thursday morning before us, welcome. We have some things planned for today. We try to have a couple things planned if we can. We do have some guests on the show. Uh, Robert Kelly, Helium Garden. I'm sorry, he's going to be at Punchline uh, Philly tonight. Uh, Robert's always great guy. He is. He's awesome. Uh, so we'll check in with him. He's uh, there not only tonight, but uh, Friday and Saturday as well. And then the other thing of note is that we have a special announcement we're going to make today. Probably going to do that around Bizarre File Time, I guess. Yeah. Somewhere around then. Yeah, so uh, I think uh, it's something that you will be happy to hear about. I know that we are happy to hear yes. about it. So we will pass that information along when we get to that time. But other than that, just hanging out, man. We're doing the Thursday morning thing. Getting you into work today. Talking about stuff. Yeah. Nick's back. I'm Yes. You missed Kathy's birthday. I know. It bummed me out. We I had bagels. It. Yeah. Well, happy belated Thanks birthday, Kathy. Bagels. Oh, thank oh you. man. Yeah. Were the bagels for me? <laughs> <laughs> well, you they know what? They were directly I... from New York. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. How good were they? They're they damn great. Good. And they then Kathy delicious. had a huge bag of them she left with Aww. here yesterday. Yeah. And you know what? Um, so I took some home and I froze them and I was wanted to bring, I had a whole bag. I put them in a Ziploc so they would be sealed. I was going to bring them in and I forgot them. Well, no. if you throw any away, I'll take the ones that you throw away. Right. Okay. I'll call you when they're in my trash. Thank you.
All right, well, uh, those are a few things taking place. We're going to give some stuff away. We'll have a good time. We'll come back in a moment. We'll get into the entertainment uh, stories that are set aside and a stupid question with some prizes. So stay put. We'll be back in just a sec. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so we're going to give away yet again another pair of tickets to Kings of Leon. They're going to be playing at BB&T Pavilion on Sunday. And pretty straight ahead uh, question, what does DNA stand for? Mm-hmm. 215263 WMMR. Should you remember that from science class at some point? Nope. What does DNA <laughs> stand for? Uh, not only do I remember that from science class, I remember it was Mr. Hasegawa who no, taught me that. No, they taught it to you. No, I'm pretty sure that I know I paid attention to everything, Kristen. Yeah, okay, yeah, maybe and, they uh, did. It was not part of that. It was not part of uh, Catholic it's, it's, it's not yeah. part of Catholic right. curriculum. <laughs> All right, let's see if we can get an answer. To the question, 215-263-WMMR. I'll go through some birthdays today. What we're waiting for that answer today is Thursday, August 26th. Uh, it's Macaulay Calkins' birthday today. That little kid is 41 years old. 41 years old. How hilarious is that? There was a time after uh, Home Alone and after his, his big initial run where he was kind of... I thought he was going to really take a downward spiral. You know, he looked like all kind of grungy and mm-hmm. and uh, he really pulled it around and uh he's been funny having fun with his own Macaulay Culkin legend you know making these little videos and home alone parodies and stuff mm-hmm. like that hey was uncle buck his first movie probably like, probably it, it would seem to be right he was like it was right before home alone home alone yeah yeah and it's i think that's i think that's the progression preston uh nick has pulled up actually did a few things but nothing he played jack ryan i know oh, that okay. yeah you know uh, nothing really high profile. So he was in a TV, couple of TV movies and series. Um, first movie he did was called Rocket Gibraltar. So he may have played a small role. Thanks. But by the time he got to Uncle Buck, which, by the way, I'm glad you did Stallone. Okay. The um, <laughs> yes. the video morphing of Stallone's face on Macaulay Calkins' body. It's great. In that sequence where he and Uncle Buck are having this rapid fire back and forth question answer thing is just a scream. I need to go watch that as yes. soon as we take a commercial break because it never fails to crack me up. I mean, they had us with Holmes Stallone, but uh, when they did the video, it was even better. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, then of course, when they did the Step Brothers <laughs> with, with Stallone and Schwarzenegger. It's great. It's the best. Yeah. It's yeah. chilling and great. I love it. Macaulay Culkin is 41 today. Shirley Manson, uh, the singer of the band Garbage, is celebrating her 55th birthday today. She's actually a pretty good actress, too. Yeah, she was in the uh, Terminator series. She was, yeah, she was the, the evil boss in the Terminator series, and she's done a couple other things as well. Yeah, so happy 55th. I always liked her. She was, uh, back when we were uh, in our alt-radio days, she was a regular visitor and a super sweet gal. 
Uh, Tom Ridge, former Homeland Security Director and uh, governor it- of, uh, of Pennsylvania. He's actually, like, physically, he looks like a large square. Like, he, yeah. his face is very yeah. square. A large square. Yeah, he's Wait, just a I square in a suit. Wait, I a a party one time with my buddy who uh, works on Capitol Hill. I've referenced a few times on the yeah. show. And uh, they were dancing. And uh, <laughs> are we getting jiggy with it, came on? Are you getting jiggy with it? And so my <laughs> Tom Ridge turns to my buddy Brian. And he goes like, hey, Brian. We're getting jiggy with it. <laughs> my God. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's hilarious. Oh my yeah. God. And Brian's uh, like, we sure are, sir. He's I'm, 76 today. No, I'm just looking at the picture. I've, I've never looked at his face and thought a square, but yeah. now that you say that. <laughs> yeah. I think he had, uh, there was a, a health thing. There was a health thing, thing yeah, that yeah. came up uh, maybe late last year or something. Yeah, I remember. You're exactly I right. I forget what it was. Much more about that, but he's 76 today. Uh, Chris Pine. Love that guy. He's great. He's so wonderful in both. Wonder Woman, the, the the only movie that counts. Yes. Uh, not the 1984 Which, crap. Uh, but Star uh, Trek as, uh, great. as Kirk, he's fantastic. Uh, he's one of the hot Chris's, right? He's like, yeah. oh, he's, oh, he's clearly one of the hot Chris's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's just dreamy blue eyes. He's yeah. the yeah. least hot of the hot Chris's, I think. Uh, I think, I think, I think facially, he's, you know, if you're talking face wise, he's way up there. Oh, he, no, no, no. It would be uh, Chris, uh, it would be Star Lord, would probably be last, then Chris Pine, then. And it's Chris a, Evans. It's, yeah, well, then it's a it's a duel. Neck between, where does yeah. Chris Hardwick fall in that? He is not. Well, he's a different kind of hot. Yeah. He's nerdy hot. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta see Preston. Have you seen Hella High Water yet? No. Okay, don't worry about it. Uh-huh. I'm gonna leave it alone now. Is when it? You, it's with Jeff Bridges. Okay. It is so good, and he is so good in it. You really realize the depth of his acting capabilities. Uh, Mr. Pine is 41 today. You know, his, his dad was on Chips. Uh, was their, no, uh, yeah, he was their their captain. Oh no way! Yeah, a good, another That's good, his dad. Yeah, good-looking dude as well. I always like that guy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Melissa McCarthy turns a year older today as well. Uh, she's fifty-one. I've been watching her in that Nine Perfect Strangers uh, show on right. Hulu. So, so is she is she comic relief or is she serious? A uh, little bit of both. Okay. She has some very terrible things that have happened in her life, uh, but she she plays a successful author um, at this retreat. Uh, but she's had had something in her past that happened, but. Yeah, she's got she's got funny moments. I wouldn't call her comic relief because every, right. everybody's got funny and really tragic and dramatic moments. We're enjoying the uh, the show. It's it's an interesting uh, and th- there's a lot of great actors. You know who's great in it? Uh, Michael Shannon. Oh, he I love him. He's uh, great. Is that his name? Yeah, yeah, who played Zod in the yeah yeah, yeah yeah. He's wonderful in that show. If you want, and I'd probably watch it at least once a week. But the uh, her segment when they do the outtakes from This Is Forty, where she's oh my just god. <laughs> I What's thought that? we had, I thought we had the audio of that. She describes what she's going to do to the principal, and, yeah. and uh, it's cutting her like a fish. There's and there's a part where she goes, uh, and I think it might be in the movie, not yeah, just yeah. in it, but in the outtakes where she goes. And I'm glad your husband's dead. Yeah, <laughs> he probably killed himself. It's like, oh my god. Uh, she is 51 today. Uh, Kiki Palmer, the Kiki. actress. Yep. Uh, Medea's Family Reunion, Aquila and the Bee, Joyful Noise. She is 28 today. Uh, great musician, Branford Marcellus. Yes. Uh, he is 61. He was in Sting's band for a while, plays the um, alto saxophone. Uh, and his brother's Wenton Marcellus, who is considered one of the greatest of the greats. Uh, but Branford made a real name for himself as well. And he was, it says here, band leader. He was, and I forgot... Remember when, like, a thousand different, they were trying out late-night talk show hosts, a bunch of different... He was the host of one... It was The Tonight Show. Was it The Tonight Show? And and they swapped him out for a guy, and another great 
musician Kevin something Kevin or other. Eubanks. Yeah. Kevin Eubanks. Kevin oh, Eubanks. Philly. Philly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, I didn't uh, know yeah, it was a Tonight Show. Branford okay. and Jay Leno had a falling out, I believe, and and so he was the Tonight Show band leader for like three or four years. Why, why, why can't we get together? <laughs> well, I can see that Branford's kind of a he's got a strong personality. Yeah. I wouldn't say he's a jerk or anything like yeah. that, but he's he's he is who he is. I think he legit I, didn't laugh at Jay's. He did jo- not laugh. Oh, yeah. Preston, that was I. He be- didn't laugh at Jay's. Many jokes. believe that uh, was the whole yeah. predicate for the. And he's like, all right, well, uh, he just would not laugh. <laughs> what the, you don't think I'm funny? <laughs> Great musician, though, sixty-one years old today. Uh, Val. Valerie Simpson, half of Motown songwriting duo Ashford and Simpson. They're great. Wrote this song right here, man. One of of the all-time greatest songs. Uh, Almost never fails to give me uh, some good vibes, you know? Yeah, well, you know what? They were... They were perpetually upbeat and positive. Yeah. And, um, yeah, what can you say? The body work speaks for itself. So her husband is uh, Nicholas Ashford. Uh, so they're the ones that, uh, that wrote this and many other songs uh, for the Motown uh, group. And she is 75 years old today. I uh, got a couple of drummers to mention. Uh, from No Doubt, Adrian Young. He is uh, yeah, he is uh, 52 years old today. Uh, you know what I wanted to do? I wanted what? to do this song instead. There you go. There go. That's yeah. better. He wears okay. That's it. That's it. That's That was the radio release. <laughs> but he would wear outrageous outfits and stuff. Uh, he's uh, fifty-two. And the last birthday is another drummer, Maureen Mo Tucker, drummer for Velvet Underground. Uh, celebrates uh, her seventy-seventh birthday today. Uh, I I appreciate Velvet Underground. I uh, am aware of their position in the uh, music you. universe. Yeah, <laughs> they do nothing for me. This yeah. song is awesome. Yeah, I just really, I don't get it. But you know, I don't hate it. But it's like, yeah, man, put on some Velvet Underground. You yeah. know what I mean? So, but some people absolutely revere them. And down the hall, it's Steve Vassilotti's birthday today. Hey! Former intern from the, the John DeBella show. show? The, the very same. And he is, uh, he, yeah, he was our intern. Uh, it was Steve and Chinstrap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Those guys. Uh, we should put up the picture of them doing naked bicycle uh, kicks oh, man. together. That's a classic. Yeah. Yep. So Vasil- Vagilotti, as he's called. We, we got him arrested at least once, didn't we? Was was it, yeah, a, was it an it overpass? Or close the... to it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if they were. No, did they arrest They arrested him? somebody. Maggie? I don't know. Oh, it might have been. Yeah, Maggie was in that crew as well. And uh, yeah, It was over interest. the overpass over the Schuylkill Expressway in West Conchie. Yeah, and we yeah had, West Conchie does not they, mess around. I got arrested in West Conchie. What were they doing? Was that the strip? Nobody uh, was strip honking. Might have been strip honking. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What did you, where were, where were you strip arrested? Strip honking. For strip honking? Yeah. Same in West Conchie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think we, that we waited years, right? Yeah. Well, obviously, because you did it back at Y100, right? Is that when you got arrested? Yeah. I got arrested twice for you guys. Yes. Well, was the, the other time? time? Uh, for breaking into the vet. And uh, they put me in vet jail. Oh, Wait, yes. were you broke in? Yeah. No, he was, pre- no, he was I pretending he walked in. right in. Yeah, he had a clipboard. Was that the M. Night Shyamalan thing? No, no, no. no. It was, uh, <laughs> we, we, we were doing a thing where Next the, the, the yeah. theory was that if you wore a lab coat and carried a clipboard, you could go anywhere. Yeah. Uh, and, and if you had, like, safety glasses right. on, too, you could go anywhere because you look like you're... You're working, yeah, and and you're doing important work uh-huh. that doesn't need to be disturbed. So yeah. we gave Casey yeah. that, and they had just put in next turf. Remember the, the whole next turf yes. debacle, yeah. yes. and there was there was problems with it. It was you know it was so canceled you again. Yeah. So we sent Casey down there. Steve had drawn up this thing. Uh, it was apparently the mower for the next turf, and it was it was a robot. It was the Mars rover with a sheep head on it. 
Uh, and Casey carried that around. That was oh on his clipboard. Yeah. And and we gave him a mission to be able to go down there and like feel the grass or whatever. Yeah. And get somebody to do a home pregnancy test on the grass. <laughs> yes, do a home pregnancy test. <laughs> yeah. I got all the way down there. You like, did? I got down you there did? and I got somebody on it. the field to do And that's when... Security walked out, police walked out, and they were like, you know, come with me. But <laughs> to be I, honest, oh it's why we're in the Hall of Fame. Yes. It's why we're in the Radio Hall of <laughs> so Fame. So thank you, that's, Casey. Yeah. That's what did it. Yeah, so, but anyway. I they forget. ended up letting me go because oh, they had already gotten enough bad press over <laughs> the whole next They, they had to the oh cancel. That's right. They canceled. In fact, the, the Eagles are playing the Jets tomorrow. They canceled, I believe it was an Eagles-Jets preseason game because the turf is in such terrible condition. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but happy birthday, Steve. That's yeah. why. Happy birthday, That's Steve. Why. Yeah. All right, uh, we'll see if somebody has the answer to this question. Straight ahead, what does DNA stand for? 215-263-WMMR. Let's go to Olivia. Good morning, Olivia. Hi, good morning. Good Duke. Good, good Duke. All right, Olivia, do you remember stuff from biology class? I do. All right, what does uh, DNA stand for? Deoxyribonucleic acid. That is correct. Yeah. Deoxyribonucleic acid. And we're going to have you hang on, Olivia, and we are going to set you up. With a pair of tickets to see Kings of Leone, uh, the When You See Yourself tour with Cold War Kids. And that Sunday, BB&T Pavilion, and some tickets remain at Ticketmaster. There you go. So, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds have both donated a to charitable organizations in order to help Haiti following the recent earthquake. A spokesperson for the couple said that they have each donated about $10,000 to four organizations to assist with relief efforts. Airlink, Haiti, Air Ambulance... Uh, and then a couple of other ones. Uh, Home for Hope for Haiti is one of them. They tweeted their thanks to the pair, uh, writing our entire organization. would like to thank uh, Ryan and Blake for their generous donation to our Haiti earthquake response and recovery efforts. This donation will help empower our team to continue to respond in the hardest hit areas of southern Haiti. Man, do they get nailed in Haiti. Well, stop and think about it. They have not even fully recovered from that earthquake that prompted Sean Penn to set up a base down there. Yeah. And, and so... Uh, there are um, sort of uh, warlord gangs, and there's hurricanes, hurricanes assassinations, assassinations. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. recently, yes, yeah. yep. Uh, so they uh, they are doing what they can to donate. Maybe they'll mo- motivate others to do it as well. Uh, we're gonna have a bit of audio to play for this one. This is a tearjerker. Manny Patankin uh, shared a deeply personal story about his role in The Princess Bride and an emotional TikTok on Tuesday. Uh, user Amanda Webb. Uh, who I believe goes by Alaska Web, uh, had posted a video asking if it was true that his character in Ego Montoya's line, I want my father back, you son of a bitch, was delivered while Patankin was thinking of his own dad who had passed from cancer. Uh, Webb, whose own father had just lost his battle with the disease, is a big fan of the film, and the line had uh, become quite meaningful to her. Do we have that? Yeah, we, yeah. So we have her her initial TikTok request uh, All right. for him to answer that question. So here, yeah. I'll, we'll roll these. Here yeah. we go. So I'm going to try to do this without crying. My dad passed away uh, March of this year from cancer. And Princess Bride was always one of his favorite movies. And it's always been one of my favorite movies. And in the scene with Count Rugen, he says, you know, I'll give you anything you want. And he says, I want my father back, you son of a bitch. I saw on the internet that when Mandy Patinkin said that line, he was thinking of his own father who had passed away from cancer. And it was a very raw 
emotion. So I guess I just kind of wanted to know if that's a true thing, if that's a real thing. So she kind of threw this out there with the, uh, the pipe dream that it might get to him. And it did get to him. It and did. So the reason you hear the echo in the background is because he's sitting there. It's a split screen. Right. Her video's playing, and he's watching it on a phone. Uh, and then he responds to it. And so there's a couple of clips of that. So here we go. It is true, 100% true. I went outside in this castle and walked around, the, and I kept talking to my dad. And I said, Dad, I'm going to get this guy. From the minute I read the script, I said, I'm going to do this part because in my mind, if I get this six-fingered guy, that means I kill the cancer that killed my dad, and I'll get to visit my dad. And that moment was coming. I went and I played that scene. And, uh, and then I went back out there and talked to my dad. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah, it was very powerful. I had no idea. I'd never heard that story before. Uh, here's, it's making me well up. Here's a third clip. Yeah, me too. If you could somehow let me know your dad's name, because I say prayers for everyone I've ever known, and now I feel like I know you, and therefore I know your dad, and I will list his name in my prayers every day, uh, and they make me feel like they're with me wherever I go, and I'd like your dad to hang out with me. I had a number of gifts that I never imagined that came from the gift that keeps on giving called the Princess Bride, but you took the cake. <laughs> Uh, and his his wife was there too, and apparently she lost her parents to cancer yes. as well. So yes, they were so both, they're, they're both leveled. Yeah, and, and then, then there's the actual scene, yeah. a clip from uh, the movie. Here we go. My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. No. Offer me money. Yes. Power to promise me that. All that I have and more. Please. Offer me everything I ask for. Anything you want. I want my father back, you son of a bitch. Great scene. Wow. Great scene. Yeah. Awesome story. Um, all right. So on to more superficial things. How about this? Uh, Twitter users had a field day mocking uh, Stormy Weber's dream <laughs> to be middle class after her father, <laughs> Travis Scott, surprised her. She's three years old with a school bus. So Kylie Jenner shared photos of the three-year-old exploring the bus on her Instagram story on Tuesday. She wrote, all Stormy's been talking about is riding a big yellow bus. Daddy surprised her. And the user tweeted, rich people are literally so far from reality, they bought a school bus for Stormy to sit on. (laughs) And another one said, Stormy is so rich, her dad Travis surprised her with a yellow school bus so she can act middle class for the day. (laughs) Now, I don't know if they purchased the bus or I, rented it. I think they it. rented it. Right. And, and, and the, the kid is clearly having... I was sort it's of conflicted. Thing. That I know. didn't mean I didn't chuckle at some of the comments. <laughs> because that's that's literally what it is. But the kid was excited to be... Listen, I, I remember... pretend to be common yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me one of those... Yeah. Give me one of those bag lunches that the poor people carry. <laughs> Uh, the couple announced last week they are, uh, expecting their second baby. Are you, do you have any cognizant recollection of your first time going on a school bus? The first time going on a school bus. I do. I have a smell. I can definitely remember the scent of the- Oh, that's funny. Of the first bus ride? No, No, your your bus driver's wearing high karate. (laughs) He's not. Uh, no, I don't remember the first bus ride. I remember- each uh, like um, I can remember the sensation of the beginning of the school year and getting on the bus that first day. And each year was another right. kind of like, well, here we go. Right. What w- you know? What's going to happen? What's what's this going to be like? Because getting on the bus before you know the people, especially if you're moving on to like you know junior high or middle school or whatever you want to call it, 
and you're you're going to step up there, and you're like, okay, what am I going to see when I get in here? I don't know some of these people. This right. is going to be weird, you know. Yeah. So. I, well, I remember what I remember, Preston, is because I always lived at the outer edge of however the school district was reconciled. Or so were you first or last? I was. First in the oh, morning, wow. okay. last in the evening. Wow. So uh, I would g- I got on board and the bus was empty and I was thinking, <laughs> is there a seat I'm supposed to sit in? Like right. like 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 as if you're getting on a plane and you had a ticketed seat. Right. Um, I used to love, and I probably still do, the the smell of the exhaust of a school bus. I don't know the, the smell of the exhaust. diesel exhaust of a only school you. bus. So you yeah. Yeah. Not only at the back me. of the bus. Yeah. <laughs> I love the smell of a two-stroke engine. To okay, be honest. yes, yeah. reminds yeah. me of uh, of when we would go to the lake because that's where the the, the outboard motors sure. were two-stroke engines. Yeah. So I, I held a, a fond memory to that scent. That's Was funny. the bus diesel? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I can. I get it. All right. Well, anyhow, uh, Stormy got a school bus. All right. What'd you get? Wow. Kathy got bagels. Bagels. <laughs> for her birthday. She got a school bus. I got bagels. All right, this is messed up. We had that disturbing story of Peter North the other day. Now, Ron Jeremy has been indicted on a slew of sexual assault and rape charges, and prosecutors say that there are now a staggering 21 alleged victims, and the charges are messed up, man. So uh, he's now facing more than 30 sexual assault counts for alleged incidents dating back more than 20 years. Uh, according to the announcement Wednesday from the Los Angeles County District Attorney, uh, George Gascon. This doesn't really surprise me, though, because these men, they, they were able to do whatever it was on screen, whatever they wanted. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. like, did it pour over into real life and they thought they could just do whatever they wanted? Well, that could be an assumption. Now, now Ron Jeremy was a um, producer of a number of films. A disgusting the, the, slob. Yeah, the women, <laughs> we had, who did we have? Lisa Ann was in the studio and she said, you're like... Ugh. No one. I mean, that was that was battle pay if you had to be with Ron Jeremy. Well, she, right, really. like she yeah, said, yeah. They, like no, like she would have to say right, absolutely say no. no. Uh, and and he does for many years. We've had him in the studio, and he was a, he was a, 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 a great pretty guest. good guest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, he he just looks slimy. He's always looks. So he pleaded not guilty Wednesday to 12 counts, and, and this is where the, the messed up stuff comes in. So 12 counts of forcible rape, 7 counts of forcible oral, 6 counts of sexual battery by restraint, 4 counts of using a foreign object, oh uh, 2 counts of an unconscious or asleep person. Jesus. Uh, and, and then there's one of lewd act upon a child under the age of 14 or 15. So that's where oh you really, God. really, 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 I mean, there, there's several lines crossed and that one's... Peter North's uh, uh, roster includes uh, domestic abuse. Yeah, he was yeah. he was beating uh, yeah. his wife, beating so. and raping her. Yeah. Uh, so apparently, police say, uh, "Oh wait, that's where that other story went." I stapled it to there. Never mind. Damn it! From yesterday? I, yeah. Well, no, it was for the bizarre file. I'm like, <laughs> why this great story and it's missing in my prep? I stapled it to the back of the Ron Jeremy story. Uh, Positive side to the Ron Jeremy (laughs) sex scandal. Local broadcaster Preston Elliott was able to locate a missing bizarre file story, which he did inadvertently staple to the Ron Jeremy story. Appropriately, this story is the money shot story of the bizarre file. (laughs) I I kid you not. It's also appropriate that it got stuck together to another piece of paper. You're right, right. I will lead with it in the bizarre file. So wait to see. Here's a good tease for you. Nice. What that story is, but it's literally the money shot. All right. Uh, on to other things. How about this? Uh, let's talk about Honey Boo Boo. Uh, Alana Thompson, that's her name, recently opened up to Teen Vogue 
about how she dealt with her mother's drug problems. She is turning 16 on Saturday, by the way, honey boo-boo. That's a mind-blower. When I looked at the pictures of her, I'm like, Jesus Christ. It seems like yesterday she was that little kid. Uh, She told Teen Vogue that she's happy with how she handled herself following Mama June Shannon's 2019 drug possession charges. Uh, She revealed, when my mama got real bad with her drug use... Uh, I didn't know where I was going to end up. I'm proud of myself for how far I've come. Uh, She's now living with her 21-year-old sister, uh, Lauren Pumpkin Shannon, who she says stepped up when uh, I had nobody. Uh, She said, but I know it's stressful on her uh, because she has another person to take care of. So... Um, I guess she's doing all right. Wait, yes. so which one is this? This, this is, is Honey Boo Boo. This is the, the actual the, the the honey girl. Boo-boo. The yeah. little girl, yeah. Oh, wow. The she whole focus. 16 on Saturday. Wow. Yeah. So uh, Mama June Shannon had her own couple of reality shows. Remember, she had that big makeover, which yeah. all went to hell. And she was with this guy, Gino Doke, who I've mentioned a few times, uh, who she says she's broken up with. But it got so bad, the drug habit pressed. Do you remember there's a story where they were literally pulling light fixtures off the house they were in and selling them yeah. out front yeah. for cash. That's crazy, yeah. man. Because they, they were on top of the world. They, they were on top lot. of the reality show Yes, world. yes. Wow, okay. Uh, speaking of reality shows, Snooki revealed to E! News Daily Pop that uh, her kids thinks that, that she's an Emmy-winning actress. <laughs> wow. <laughs> They're so stupid. She said, they think Jersey Shore is like ER, like an actual scripted drama series, uh, so I'm good for a little bit. Uh, she said, uh, Mommy is an actress. She's won a lot of Emmys, and she kills it. That's what she said they they believe. Wow, man. Uh, she added, but I They feel, might have a gas leak in that house. She said, I feel like once they're 18, I can be like, all right, kids, that was really that was really Mommy, and she was a mess. So oh, they're going to find out before she's 18. At least she admits 18. it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Jenna Dewan. Doesn't care who her ex-husband is dating, with rumors swirling about Channing Tatum's new romance to Zoe Kravitz. Uh, e! News wanted to find out what the former World of Dance host thinks of her at new of her ex's new flame. Uh, sources tell the outlet Jenna doesn't get involved in who he dates. She wants the best for Channing and hopes that he is healthy and happy. And she leaves it at that. Any word about season two of Flirty Dance? <laughs> I have heard rumblings, but nothing concrete okay. as of yet. I'm on so. pins and needles. Uh, I'll let you know as soon as it breaks. Uh, Tony Hawk Ka-ka. actually donated two vials of his own blood that was then mixed in with the paint used on a limited edition run of 100 skateboards, and they sold out instantly. Uh, he posted on Instagram video of his blood being drawn and the blood being mixed into canned red paint. That was then applied to the skateboard, and then he worried about the skateboard owners uh, being in possession of his DNA, and he shouted, no clones. No clones. Uh, The bloody skateboard idea was a collaboration with water company Liquid Death Mountain Water. Uh, The company said on its Instagram that Hawk's blood was also sterilized before being added to the paint, and also noted, although it could arguably make the world a better place, never, ever use these boards to make clones of Tony Hawk. Um, Now... Do you remember the? I remember the first time uh, this uh, gimmick was done that I can remember was Kiss. Yeah, their comic book. Right. Yep, that was in 1977, I think. Right. It's at the tail end of this story, but yeah, uh, they had their blood drawn. They put it in uh, uh, the red ink. It was a comic book they did uh, through Marvel, and it was a yeah, it was kind of a it was a buzz <laughs> yeah. thing. It was it was a cool idea. So the skateboard is called the Hawk Blood Deck. Uh, for very obvious reasons. Only 100 were made. They were priced at uh, $500. They sold out early on Wednesday morning, shortly after going on sale. Some of the proceeds from the sale will go to Five Guyers, 
a nonprofit aimed at reducing plastic pollution, as well as Hawk's own organization, the Skate Park Project, which helps underprivileged communities build skate parks. Now, uh, the back in March, you may remember uh, rapper Little Nas X, yeah, collaborated with streetwear company Mischief on a quickly sold out offering of what the company dubbed Satan Shoes. <laughs> Uh, the devil-themed shoes, which contained a drop of human blood, uh, though not uh, drawn from him. They were drawn from Mischief employees. I didn't know that. Yeah, but because the shoes were modified Nikes, Nike filed a trademark claim against Mischief, and the company agreed to voluntarily recall the shoes as part of a settlement, and the combination of the Satan theme and the blood triggered some. South Dakota Governor Christy Noem was among those who tweeted angrily against Lil Nas X Satan shoes. And then, Nick, you sent me a link this morning yeah. about a, a Twitter hashtag or phrase. Well, it's a comment on uh, Instagram that started appearing yesterday. It's called Nah, He Tweakin'. And somehow this nah, ended up... He nah, he tweaking. Yeah. And this is tied into Lil Nas X in this whole blood story. Yep. And Lil Nas X actually has a pretty good point. He's like, you know, there's all this faux outrage about the blood and the shoes back in March. And then and Tony Hawk does this thing. And it's like, okay, it's cool. It's because it's Tony Hawk. So Lil Nas X got a lot of backlash for it. Uh, Tony Hawk is is everybody's fine with people I doing don't... it. and and th- But then the weird twist happened with this nah, he tweaking thing where all, all of... <laughs> I was looking at the Phillies Instagram page yesterday, the Flyers Instagram page. None of those posts had anything to do with any of this stuff. Yeah. But the now he tweaking comments started showing up one after another, yeah, after another, after another. It was, another. It was, it was all bots, like a virus. Right? It's non. It's not bots. It's people no, commenting. It's not so bots. there's legitimate uh, tweaking okay. going on. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 nah, yeah. he tweaking, Steve. Nah, uh, he tweaking. Okay. So, so that initially comment, they thought it was bots, right? Uh, but it turned out, and I was reading the article that Nick sent over, and it says it's not. The way that it that it is configured or, or that you see it, it, it doesn't make sense for it to be bots. It's just people. It's people jumped, just jumped onto on this board. Yeah. Okay. So this little bandwagon exists. And listen, it'll be gone by sure. tomorrow yeah. or, or Saturday. Yeah. But I was back just, to eating Tide Pods. It's just so weird how these things take <laughs> off and then they disappear. But yeah. for, for a day or two, you'll see a lot of nah he tweaking comments uh, on social media. Yeah, yeah. So like here's here's a comment that uh, that is typical. So Lil Nas can make custom sneakers with blood in them, and there's outrage. But Tony Hawk can make skateboards with his own blood in the paint, and somehow it's less of an issue. Uh, but then again, it doesn't have like a Satan theme. It wasn't a to Satan it, thing, and uh, and. It's I don't remember. Love thing. And, and I don't also, remember. the Nike had filed a trademark claim yeah. because they yeah. were, you know, so. that was the big so issue. There were a couple other yeah. little things, but nah, he tweaking. Nah, he tweaking. Yeah. Nah, he tweaking. I, I don't remember there ever being any outrage about the blood. I thought it was all about the, the Satan satanic and imagery, six six six, and all that. Yeah, I don't know. All right, so a couple other things here, real quick. Uh, Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss are back in action for the upcoming fourth installment of the Matrix franchise. Apparently, some clips have leaked, right? Yeah, Warner Brothers revealed first look footage of the upcoming block. Blockbuster uh, Tuesday at CinemaCon, in addition to announcing that the new chapter's official title is The Matrix Resurrections. So they officially released it. I, I do. All right. What's your level of interest in this? Very little yeah. because the, the, the second and third movie... Especially the third movie was just like, okay, I'm, I'm over this, which is too bad because the first movie is perfect. Uh, uh, um, but Genre-defining. If they can find a way to recapture that, yes. then I'm on board. I will see it. Yeah. You know, I definitely want to see it. Uh, but footage of the, um, of the highly anticipated blockbuster revealed a first look at Reeves as Neo and Moss as Trinity, but neither of them remembers each other or their past selves. The first words to each other? 
Nah, he tweaking. Yeah. No, a bearded Neo now has a blue pill dependency as he muses to his therapist, who's played by Neil Patrick Harris, about his strange memories until he runs into Trinity at a coffee shop. So, And he says, have we met? And then he flushes his stash and he takes a red pill for a new adventure. So he's, he's been, he somehow ended up back in the construct. Yeah, I don't know how they're going right. to arrange that. Like, does his body get rehooked up to these machines? Right, I, I don't that would know. be painful. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, when you see what reality is, it's like, well, would you rather live in that and, that terrible, terrible Well, it's like Joey Pants' That's what he says, I want to have steak again. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He, he goes, I, I want to remember nothing. Yeah. Right? Nothing, you know? And, and he says, right, as he takes that body's steak, yeah. ignorance is bliss. Yeah. So yeah. maybe, I don't know. Uh, the first look from Tuesday's CinemaCon presentation also revealed some of the mind-bending action the franchise is known for, as well as Neo facing off against a new, trippier version of the White Rabbit. Uh, Reeves previously teased... That the fourth film has a quote beautiful script that is a love story. I uh, said, it's "I love not, you." It's another version. Whoa, whoa! I love you so much. It's another version of a whoa. kind of call to wake up, and it has some great action. Whoa! I uh, said, it "All will be revealed." Uh, so <laughs> I don't want to wait. <laughs> after <laughs> after he and Moss uh, originated the roles in 1999's The Matrix uh, before returning in 2003 for its sequels. Uh, it was announced in August 2019. Aren't you in my biology class? <laughs> they would reunite for a fourth installment at the helm of writer-director Lana Wachowski, who, of course, made the first three films with his sister, Lily uh, Wachowski. Lily. You know what I do, honestly? I... <laughs> they're very so they're very competent uh, directors. Mm-hmm. But maybe, just maybe, <laughs> Naughty Girls Need Love. No, they, to have someone come in with the perspective. And again, I'm prejudging it. I don't know. It could be very good. But but I I agree with you, Preston. The second and the third were just well, huge you know, steps down. It, it's the I, I guess it's the difficult task of having to top the one before, right? Um, and therefore you got to throw more stuff at it. That is the the logic, anyhow. And uh, sometimes it's too much. I will tell you though, what was a blast is the video game that came out. Oh really? Uh, yeah, I played. I think I played it on Xbox. But you could do that running up the walls, oh, bullet time stuff. That's it cool. was so fun. By the way, Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, Lambert Wilson, and Daniel Bernhardt have all been announced to reprise their roles from the original trilogy. Uh, Priyanka Chopra, uh, Yaya Abdul Mateen II, Christina Ricci, Jonathan Groff, and Jessica Henwick have also joined the cast. Julia White in undisclosed roles. No, no, Urkel's not in it. Uh, and then it will be opening on December 22nd in theaters and HBO Max simultaneously. That's probably where I'm going to see it. Yeah, me yeah. too. At home. Um, all right, I got some other stories, but you know what, man? We got to. We well, we're we, busy. We got to get we're busy. So Annette tells the story of two mus- musicians attempting to keep their marriage alive after the birth of their first child. And here, Marion Cotillard. Uh, discusses how certain roles seem to choose her. I think I became an actor because I'm fascinated by human beings and I need to explore uh, more than myself. But sometimes you have like a deep connection with a character and the connection there was um, one of the themes of the movie is the need of recognition. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Uh, so, Annette is streaming on Amazon Prime Video right now. Here's the next clip. 
after learning she only has 24 hours to live, Master Assassin and titular hero Kate <laughs> must be revenge, must seek revenge on the target who poisoned her. And in this clip, Mary Elizabeth Winstead talks about the different skills she picked up while preparing for this role. To drive an old car, somebody had to teach me how to do it. Um, so, so I got to learn how to do that, which is like a very practical thing that, you know, I haven't really done very much of it since then. So who knows if it's really stayed in there, but that was cool. And yeah, just learning how to shoot all sorts of different weapons, you know, spending time at the gun range, which I never imagined myself to be someone who would be doing that. Um, not, not in my off time, only for the movie. I don't give a f***. Uh, Kate streams on Netflix starting September 10th, by the way. I like her. I do, too. I, uh, There's fact, uh, Ramona and Scott Pilgrim. Yes, and, and uh, 10 her. Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, yeah, she's been in some good stuff. And she was in Sky High, too. Yes. She was <laughs> the, the bad person. All right, there you go. That's the entertainment report for today. We have Robert Kelly joining us. Robert Kelly's going to be at uh, Punchline uh, tonight and then through the weekend. Uh, we also, <coughs> excuse me, choked up. Uh, we also have uh, an announcement coming up around Bizarre File Time. It has to do with uh, MMR that we think you will enjoy. And we also have movie screening passes for Shang-Chi and the Legend of oh. the Ten Rings. It's next Wednesday before the movie opens, which will be next Friday. And we have the screening at the UA King of Prussia. I will take four callers and give you passes to this exclusive screening that we have. 215-263-WMMR. You want to go? Come and get them. We'll take a break and be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. Get what you want when you want it. MMR On Demand. Preston and Steve's Daily Rush, Sarah's Rock Breakdown, MMR Podcasts, the latest videos and interviews with your fave artists, and lots more. Click the On Demand tab at WMMR.com. Over this past weekend, I believe it was, uh, OnlyFans, uh, the website, it said that it was going to ban pornography from the site, which was interesting. When we saw the story, uh, we immediately went, what? Because that, to us, seemed to be what got them the notoriety. Mm, yes. But yesterday, they announced they're reversing that <laughs> ban. Uh-huh. Uh, that ban, I should say. And it came after an outcry from the users and sex workers who have fueled the success of the online platforms. So, you know, it also fueled that uh, that uh, turnabout, Preston, is that a number of other companies were going to step forward. Oh, really? And uh-huh. provide an alternative that would uh-huh. allow that. And so they were feeling the heat. So initially, OnlyFans had said uh, last week that it would ban sexually explicit content from the platform starting October 1st after request from its banking partners. Uh-huh. But the company reversed course Wednesday, tweeting, thank you to everyone for making your voices heard. We have secured assurances necessary to support our diverse creator community and have suspended the planned October 1st policy change. Uh, They said OnlyFans stands for inclusion, and we will continue to provide a home for all creators. Translation, we stood to lose a ton of money. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Sophia Bernardi, a spokeswoman for OnlyFans, uh, told the Washington Post that the move came after the company's banking partners <laughs> assured OnlyFans that it can uh, support all genres of creators. Well, um, Tim Stokely, by the way, who's the founder and CEO of OnlyFans, had told the Financial Times this week that uh, Bank of New York Mellon, Metro Bank, and J.P. Morgan Chase were the banking partners that caused the initial decision. The company said it planned to send an official communication 
of the decision to the more than 1.5 million content creators on the site. The last thing banks want to see is a huge profit margin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I, listen, I know it's mainly known for, if not straight porn, at least sexually Sexy stuff. charged yes. uh, pictures and videos and things like that. If you look on Instagram, Preston, you see somebody like an Instagram model. You'll, if you look in the comments, oh, yeah. third or fourth down, are, do you have an OnlyFans account? Yeah. That's yeah. what people immediately well, default to. And a lot of times on Instagram, if you click on their bio, they'll, it's a, they'll have a link tree to all sorts of things. I just went to somebody, um, uh, to their bio, and their link tree was like OnlyFans, the Amazon wish list. What about you? You posted a sexy shot of you in your outdoor shower. Did you get OnlyFans requests? I have a few, yeah. and I'm I'm thinking about thinking it. About you know, what I mean? yeah. I want to do like some Amazon wish list stuff. I, you know, there's some soap that I would like. <laughs> Some soap that you like. Yes. Soap that I like. Okay. You know, I don't, I don't mango Jesus. coconut. Yeah, what are you supposed to put on Amazon wish list? Spanking, mango. spanking for soap. Yeah, yeah. Casey. Um, <laughs> so here's what I'd like to do. I want to see if anybody listening does indeed have an OnlyFans account. What you do on yeah. it, it, whether whether it's porn or not, or suggestive or whatever it may be, because I'm curious what's on there besides <laughs> sexually explicit stuff. Oh, and what kind of money can you make from it? Is it your career of sorts or is it just a supplemental thing uh i want to hear about this 215-263-wmmr let's see if we got any listeners who are involved in this i would love to hear that there was a series i know that you watched nick a, a limited little documentary series about only fans this was a while ago i think it was uh, on hulu or hulu yeah. yeah and it was fascinating about what was what was happening but you have people like you know that uh yannette garcia i think her name is she's the the, the um She's on. Uh, she's a weather girl from Mexico. She's known oh, yeah, for yeah, her, yeah. her her butt. Uh, she's on there, but but she's explicit about not being explicit. Yeah. Uh, okay. And yeah. she's stunning. So yeah. 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 I could see her easily making money off of that, uh, even though her social what media. Are you doing that? Well, she was referencing a lot of lingerie stuff, but what it does provide, <laughs> my understanding, and because they had they were interviewing her about it. And she says it is a way for people who are fans to have a little uh, one step closer interaction right. with them. Right. So they're paying a premium for that perceived access. Yeah, um, and, and it was sort of like initially it was supposed to be like a Patreon type of a thing where you, right. it was it was for artists. It was for people to. Ha- it was sort of like the um, uh, Uber example of connecting to artists, connecting to individuals who wanted to sell stuff. Right. And then it started uh, gaining a lot of traction because of sexy pics, and then even more so when there was pornography attached to it. And it was it was the quote-unquote girl next door putting their stuff who up likes online. Butt stuff. <laughs> well, yeah. and you could give them five bucks and watch them do that type of thing. So, like, it, there was this, Steve, you're right, there was this access to the people themselves, yes. not just watching porn for free on the internet. Um, you remember Sid Wilder, who's been by here several yes. times. Yes. Yeah. Um, she has a very, very successful OnlyFans account, and I asked her straight up, I'm like, do, is there nudity yeah. on your OnlyFans account? And she said, I leave that. She doesn't reveal that. Right, right. You, you essentially you have to you got to subscribe and then you'll find out. But you can just subscribe. What is you know sometimes do they set the the the, the price by the I, way? I, I think so. Are there okay. are there yeah. Casey? I, I, I'm not, you can do I it. Know, for free. I'm asking you as the expert. But 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 are you? So are there different tiers? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and and with those tiers, as I said, will become will will come the uh, greater levels of access. I mean, some people just it's it's straight up free. Like you yeah. you can be Steve's only fan. <laughs> and, yeah. And, buy and I'll access. probably have just. 
just one thing. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, I could buy, in theory, buy access to your comedy. I could buy, you know, Steve, if you wanted to post, like, old routines that you did yeah, in the stand-up yeah. or whatever and, and wanted to cultivate a little community of an of, of what you sell, of what you're known for, you can do that. And, and that's sort of what OnlyFans was designed for, and then it became what it is now. And then also, all right, so you can sign up as a member, right? So it's like 25 bucks a month or whatever. But then that person can also make content that you have to pay extra for. Right. Let right. me ask you. Uh, so, because the amount of money, at least, that the documentary series suggested to be made passively. I think you talk about Sid Wilder. Sid Wilder invests, a, I think, what appears to be a good amount of work and effort into the production of the videos. Very at least so. it ends up on Instagram that are yep. teasers. Yeah, and you know that they, yeah. it probably goes a lot further on her uh, on her OnlyFans account. But, but what yeah, if, she's she's definitely spending money on the production for sure. She looks great. She's yeah, she's very yeah. talented. So, but uh, uh, you know, so what? You have a ring light in your in your bedroom mm-hmm. with a couple of uh, you know those those uh, hanging lights, mm-hmm. and you you put on a little production and start picking up extra money. Would you years ago? You know, <laughs> w- would it be something you you would um, entertain? I don't know. Uh, I mean, listen, people have been doing the webcam thing for a long time. Yes. Yeah. Um, and what makes this different, do you uh, think, for a lot I'm of people? That's what I'm curious. Yeah. I get... By the way, you can use a uh, a pseudonym if you call in. Uh, yeah. By the way, nobody's <laughs> called in. I'm like, come on, man. We know it's we got a pretty good-sized audience yeah. here, and I know you're listening, and yeah. I know you have an account, but you, you, you can remain anonymous if you yeah. want to. Um, but, I yeah, do, I, I, don't I, know what the, I don't know what the difference is. I don't know why this is more appealing uh, than what's already been around for a long time. Why this platform? Well, it's took more off the um, homegrown stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? I think uh, so. It's not. I, you're, I never, you're, you're not a second page on Pornhub. This is more of a uh, the, at least the perception, Casey, is that it's more. Well, I uh, was. I know my, grassroots. My personal taste. Uh, I don't really. Uh, I don't. I don't want to sound. I don't like porn stars. I, you know they they, they okay. don't they Doesn't don't do it for you. they don't do it for me right right um, yeah. I prefer everyday people yeah. yes like yeah you know? but there are there's some pretty stunning people that are that could be you know of porn star quality that are all over that you know yeah. and, I'd anyway. like you to join me at home oh my yeah. god <laughs> Bill <laughs> has a fans only account Silver Pony only today at two o'clock I'll be forever. trimming my hair <laughs> my <laughs> down there hair. I think part of the appeal to Queso is if you did like porn stars, like if you liked Elisa Lisa right. Ann, for yeah. example, and I don't know if she does or if she doesn't, but if she had an OnlyFans, it's sort of like this bridge in between just watching porn on the internet and Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. Like through Instagram, you get to know these people a little bit more. You get to see some of the personalities. Okay. So it's not just watching porn and uh, and taking care of yourself. Yeah. It's being connected to these people, <laughs> and that's what that's what the appeal is. Is that you're not you feel like you actually have a connection to them. Let me ask you. So, what level? This asks and it begs the question. Something actually approach in the uh, in the Hulu documentary. Do you think you who? Do you think you have a level of exhibitionism in, in any one of us? Me? No. Yeah. No. yeah. I, I, I absolutely <laughs> do. I I run past the mirror. No. No. Oh my god. I couldn't. No. Oh uh, man, I, I caught a glimpse of my uh, my right boob <laughs> in the mirror the other day, and I was just I was, oh god, uh, I, I was will, so mad at myself. I will shave and I will <laughs> I will focus in on things. I'll I I just lock on the razor. I don't want to see what it's going across. Uh-huh. I don't want to be reminded. Right. Uh, you know, it, uh, so I'm the antithesis of the exhibitionist. So know? the um the other thing about uh so there's a, this whole social media aspect of it, right? Right. So where like if you go to like any of the 
the hot girls that you follow on Instagram, right. they all follow each other, right? They do. Same, same thing with OnlyFans, right? So, like, they'll be like, you know, follow this girl, you know, and, and so they're, they hope to gain more traction that way. You know, so there is a nice community within the community, if that makes any sense. Uh, I, I, I hear you. I'm, You're... like, completely lost on all of this. Yeah, it, just, it does not for you. Yeah. You do your straight streaming. No, like you, I... you own your own streaming service. I Even <laughs> even though you guys are explaining it, like, yeah. uh, Nick seems to know a lot about it, um, I don't... <laughs> I don't... I, I, I still don't understand. Like, it doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. It seems to me it's just another way to get porn that they don't want to put out there. I mean, essentially, that's it. And, you know, you can get porn and get porn from people that, uh... Your thing, though, which you mentioned earlier, is the key, Casey, is that the perception is this is somebody next door. Yeah. This is, this is, you know, it is a more open, a larger umbrella. We keep getting calls. They keep hanging up. Well, here's the deal. Like, I mean, I'll I'll be honest with you. I, I, uh, I... I had so I subscribed for uh, two different uh, females, right? Um, for a month, right. I was like, I, I, and it was just based out of curiosity. It was because I actually knew them, and uh, and my wife is like, "What is this all about? Why is that so gross?" <laughs> I'm doing and, this for work, and I said, uh, "She said, I think she used the word shady." Uh, she goes, "Why are you so shady?" I go, "It's not shady." I go, "It's creepy, but it's not shady." <laughs> yeah, like right. I just, you can't I'm tell like, us who it was. We all know who it is. Uh, uh, yeah, is just keep it, it anonymous. Okay. Just keep well, it anonymous. So, so no, yeah, it's one person who you think it is. Now, the other one, it actually, uh, believe it or not, it's going to sound weird, but there was a, a more, um, there's a better reason for it. It was spiritual. The, the other, no, the other person is trying to move home, and then they and they need money, so they they got into a situation. Uh, Somewhere getting else. getting out of it somewhere else, getting yeah. out of a, a bad relationship. They're trying to raise money to come back to Philadelphia. I was like, all right, here's twenty five bucks. You know what I mean? Like, so you had to join. Here's twenty five no, well, yeah, bucks. Let me see your movies. You, you couldn't just you couldn't just Venmo. Right, right, exactly. I might as well get some out of it. I want to see <laughs> something. Listen, I, I'm trying to help this. Uh, this is a, a, a person I have great respect for. I, if I could spend twenty minutes looking at her vag, I'd gladly send her the money. Thank you. What about Venmo? Thank you. Oh. Yeah. yeah, 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 but yeah, what does someone that do we definitely know. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Too. The uh, the other person that Casey was referencing, we've asked before. Um, she can't call in right now, but um, uh, she she has another job, and we've talked about. Uh, and by the way, I do know a lot about it, Kath. Um, <laughs> no, she, I know. I didn't mean it as. I, yeah. I know you don't. I, I find this version of the economy fascinating. I find I find Uber and Grubhub and and direct. Um, yeah. Uh, direct uh, direct marketing is not the right way to, to frame it, but like the, but access to purchasing something directly from somebody and and that convenience, right. I, I really find fascinating. It, so, it is it, so. Yeah, there right. is a particular a phrasing of it, Nick, and it is eluding me. Right, uh, and it is that it is sort of a subsect of the economy that is actually huge now. It, it's like. Um, and OnlyFans serves that in, right. the, in the porn world. And so uh, the person that we know, that, that Casey referenced, that we've talked about before, and I won't say her name right now, we've asked how much she makes. And she just texted me anywhere between six and $10,000 a month. Wow. Six and wow. 10000 a month. Now, wow. by the way, by the way. And she has a second job. A second yeah. job. <laughs> OnlyFans is not her primary form of, right. of, of income. So it's, and they're the boss. Like, here's the deal. Like, she controls you know, it. It's, it's very, very empowering. Shmint, I'm going to be in my bedroom showing some guys my balls. Mm. So, like, you know, you have to, if you're, like, a feminist or, or whatever, like, then you have to be, like, 100%. And you have to support this because it's, like, this is, this is where the woman has, well, hopefully, hopefully, has to say in in you and know con- what what her content yeah. is, how much she 
you know, uh, is charging, you know? Dude, if anybody cared to see my balls for $10,000 a month, I would (laughs) gladly do that. Preston. My fear is just like... You know, no one's gonna care. Laugh uh, at it or yeah, whatever. You show up at the yeah. barbecue and there's a big blow up uh, mural of your ball sack. Think about that's one hundred twenty thousand dollars a year if you're, if you're knocking it out regularly. I, I mean, I'm thinking uh, about it. Yeah, there's that's that, and that would be sort of lower end. I mean, that's that's right. middle to lo- lower end for people who are putting up a lot more content. Crazy amounts of money. All right, hang on. We got some, now. We got some tickers. Right. I'm gonna go now to that Cor- we're talking money. I'm gonna go to Courtney. Hi, Courtney. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Oh, hang on real quick, Courtney. Steve, is the term you're looking for gig economy? Gig economy, I'm thank you. I'm familiar with that term. Okay. Uh, so, Courtney, um, how long have you been doing uh, 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 pictures and videos on OnlyFans? Well, I stopped doing it, but I was doing it for about six months, okay. and I did, like, feet pictures. Feet pictures. Oh, my God. All right. Do anything, like, sexual, like, no, like, body parts that you wouldn't see on the... Okay, so just doing feet. That has no appeal to me. Right. But there are people out there, and and what kind of money were you making on a weekly or monthly basis? I personally wasn't making that much, maybe like $20 a month. But I have a lot of friends in the industry that do this as a career. You're breaking up. You have have a lot of friends in the industry that will actually do this as a full-time career? Yes. Full-time, they, like, make a lot of money off of it, but they do full-on, like, dom, femme things and right. stuff like that. Right, Okay. Now, so, the do- reason, like, the main element for the people that are doing it, like us that are that are actually creating these, is, like, in the porn industry, like, they, it's kind of like Hollywood in a way. you got to go through all these bells and whistles and, like, deal with scummy people and all these things. But we're in charge of our own money and our own content and what we decide to put out, what we want to do with whoever we want to do it with. So, like, we have full control over the money we're making, but we're also, like, a lot of them are considered, we consider themselves sex workers. And therein therein obviously lies lies the attraction, and so that is why, as as Nick was saying, and and, and, uh, a lot of the people who do it, they have that complete control. There's a percentage that goes to OnlyFans, correct? Right, yes, there but for the most part, you're in control of everything. Right. The content you put out, who you want to view your stuff, deny somewhat if they are trying to, if they, they want to pay. Nope, we're losing a little bit. Okay. See, if you stayed on a little bit longer, you could have got a better phone. Interesting. <laughs> um, all right, Courtney, thanks for the heads up. We appreciate it. Thank you. Right, to we'll to do, like, foot fetish stuff would be... Yeah, especially if you're... You're a if, foot model! And you're remaining anonymous, so so that's the other thing. Now, she was talking about her friends that, that yeah. uh, you know, do the Dom stuff and all that. It you, If you're putting yourself out there... Um, there can be consequences to that in the real, in the outside, yes. the online world yes. of uh, of keeping another job and and so on. So you have to hope that this becomes a career for you in case you know mm-hmm. that that can uh, interfere with uh, with whatever you can do work wise in the real world because some people don't approve of that depending on their type of business right. they have you know so uh, you've seen things where teachers have gone on and done nothing ex- nothing um uh that's explicit, uh, explicit but um uh, have lost their jobs because they're even flirting in that territory. Well, it's funny you should mention that because actually one of the people who was one of the people they highlighted when this first edict came down about uh, removing any yeah. really porn content from OnlyFans was actually a teacher, Preston. So uh, and and she had set it up where 
where she was a teacher in that general area, those videos could not run, or she no one could access the account right. from that area. Yeah. But outside that area, she could get business. All right, let me get some other calls. Uh, Jay is on the line. Hi, Jay. Good morning to you. Hey, man. How you doing? Good. What's up, buddy? So I had I had my own OnlyFans during the whole COVID thing. And, you know, I made about three grand myself in the first, like, two months. Okay. And then my ex-girlfriend ended up contacting me, asked me if I could help her, you know, get her viewings up. Jay, real quick before we find out about her, what type of videos were you doing? Or or pictures or whatever you may have put in the well, content. For me, for me, I was doing, uh, in the beginning I did gra- uh, graffiti pictures and then, you know, I was getting a lot of requests for like off-shirt pictures with my artwork. So I started doing that and then I got, you know, requests for more. Okay. And, you know, that's how my viewings actually went up and then for her, when she asked me to join, she was full porn, pretty much. Like, all nudes, lingerie. All right. And she did, like, fetish requests and all that. Well, she asked me to come aboard. A month and a half of us doing videos together, we made together around $26,000 in a month and a half. A month and a half. And were you were you engaging in intercourse and things like that, or were you just uh, uh, naked? Uh, both. Okay. So, uh, so Jay, what percentage um, of that ended up uh, with OnlyFans? So, OnlyFans, uh, for the way we did it, they got about, uh, what was it, about 7.5%. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- so you walked away with a with a decent chunk of cash. Any, um, is this something you think you are going to pursue? Was it a, was it a, a one-off or where do you stand with it now? Well, me personally, I'm done. Okay. Uh, my new my new girlfriend and my uh, job do not approve, so right. I I'm officially done. Uh, my my OnlyFans now is just my artwork, you know, and it's it's nowhere where it was in the beginning. Right. But uh, hers, on the other hand, hers took off. Like she supports her account through like uh, TikTok. Uh, Instagram and all that, and that's how people know of her. That yeah, is that is exactly the mechanism. Way. You'll see it. So if you just go through the general feed on TikTok, so many of the the, the people that'll pop up um, are people who are trying to see more yeah. on OnlyFans and on Instagram. Uh, uh, hey, you like what you see? Yeah, you want to yeah. see more? Oh, go yeah. over to OnlyFans. You know, yeah. this is just a tease. You know, so so some of the other social media is being used as a tease, as an advertising campaign. Even for LinkedIn, press For the real thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you're right. Uh, which is I'll tell you what, though. You get some crazy requests. And you, you got some people that spend a lot of money. I mean, we had we had this one guy who gave us $500 for a video of me licking her feet. For five hundred bucks, the foot thing, you know, and, and I, just, yeah. I know somebody who was offered uh, to to make some money on um, OnlyFans with feet pictures, and she turned it down. And she's an attractive young person, but it, it would have been um, easy money, in my opinion. You have to, you have to say yeah. what's what what is your thing. One of the callers that is no longer up there. A lot of people are are, are bailing, but uh, the, at least in the description, it said her friend made $96,000 in one year simply cleaning the house in her underwear. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Uh, yeah, I've heard of a couple of people that cleaning their house in, like, sexy stuff. You yeah. should do that, Kath. No, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to. Yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, I, it's easy money. Yeah. All right, thanks, Jay. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, have a good one, guys. Thank I you, don't man. know what the, and I don't want to sound mean, although I guess what the hell's the difference at this point. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't. Do you converse with the people, or are they just... 
logging onto your website. I don't know. I, 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 I think that's your choice. Like yeah. I would, I don't think I would want. I wouldn't want to go. I mean, first of all, I would never do this. I would never want yeah. to do this. But I wouldn't want to. I specifically, wouldn't want to go back and forth with the people. Oh, and engage with them as yeah. far as uh, text and and messages Every back and forth. I would imagine. <laughs> like, even if you, you know, so like, so Nick, you were talking about somebody who was offered the, the feet picture. You never see their face. You would have yeah. no idea it was them. But like, if she w- were to have to email back and forth or go back and forth with somebody and even just, I, I just, I wouldn't. Too do much. I would think that would be up to you. And if you are a savvy business person, is it a, it is a way to keep a relationship alive and keep that money coming right, in. That's you know what I mean? That's what I'm yeah. saying. If that's part, part of it, of it. That, there's no way. Yeah, it it has to be, but You're, it can be. Do it, but make your contact Marissa at WMMR.com. <laughs> What are She's really else? good at getting back. She to does yeah. everything else. Here, She's very thorough. Run this for yeah. me. No, it's it's good for business. Like it, it's just it's aggressive marketing when you contact, and and that's part of the appeal too because you can contact your customers directly. Yes. you can reach out to them and say, hey, thanks for following, thanks for watching, whatever, and that that spurns more business. By the so, way, here's a text that says, I feel like you need a big peen to do this. <laughs> if you're a guy, no one wants to see a micro penis. You know what? You would be surprised. I'll bet you. That's there's, all there's a I want. For everything, every effing thing under the sun. Yeah. yeah, and so the thing is, I guess what happens, like for me, it's it's an outlandish concept. First of all, I don't like looking at myself. A and B, you know, there are other other things. It's, we've talked about this many times. We're fascinated by these different lifestyles, but it's something that is holds no interest to us personally. But for someone. You know, I, I guess the stigma is gets whittled down with these things. If you're doing it in your own home on your own terms, look at what happened here with we had the two porn guys who were, you know, Ron Jeremy. Oh, and, so and Peter North, they yeah. were in an industry that that you know uh, that clearly they were doing horrific things with people they were working with. Mm-hmm. Here, someone can, as you said, Nick, can take complete ownership. And do it to whatever level their comfortability allows them to do. You know, I said there's a there's a fetish for everything. So if I were to do this, I would have to market myself as a little below average guy. <laughs> <laughs> you think there's a and that, for that would be huge. <laughs> I mean, honestly, there may be some. If I get on, and I will here, what I'll do. I'll I'll show my junk to make other guys feel better about theirs. Uh. It's the best site ever, man. I feel so hung after looking at this guy's site. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wasn't referring to my junk. I'm just talking about me as a person. Oh, uh, my junk is slightly above average, yeah. but I I wouldn't want to market that either. So, uh, hang on a second here. Let me go to let me go to Leon, uh, who oh. wants to comment. Hi, uh, Leon. Good morning to you. Hey guys. Leon! <laughs> What's up, man? <laughs> hey. Uh, so you know the whole OnlyFans thing. Um, I'm a married man. Uh, you know, my wife has an OnlyFans. She got laid off from work for a little bit last year, so she just did it, you know, kind of just as a gag to see how much she could okay. possibly make and yeah. everything like that. Um, we did not expect for her to blow up, and at first, she was only doing, like, she was just doing pictures. Like, right. she does, um, she's really good at makeup and stuff like that, so she does a lot of, uh, like, cosplay and stuff like that. Yeah, cosplay is huge. So, yeah, it, it was, and um, so she was getting requests from people like that, and um, you know, she came to. I knew she had it, but she eventually came to me and was like, "Hey, like, do you want to, you know, do a little bit more?" So, for, so, so for you and her to do some some sexual stuff for your OnlyFans page, exactly. Okay. Um. So, but like after that, like you know. People, people were sending requests like, hey, like, you know, I want to see Harley Quinn get nailed and stuff like that. Right. And 
um, like after that, like it blew up. So when like, you say, and, and if you uh, if you can give us an idea, how much did it blow up? How much money was coming in or is coming so, in? So when she when she was just doing like the pictures and stuff like that, um, she was she was making decent. I would say like. Uh, maybe like a thousand to like two thousand a month off of it, like that. That's good. But yeah, it was yeah, it was nice, a little extra money and everything like that. But uh, since we started doing the videos and stuff like that, and it like I'm not trying to toot my own yeah. own horn, but it helps that like I am perfectly fine with what the good Lord provided me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So, um, so you're, you're, I like how you put that. Well Listen, I like your approach. Yeah, you, you've got it. You've got a major hog, is what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, it's it, you know, I'm I'm happy with it. Okay, okay. but uh, the good lord. So after that, and, you know, like you know, doing the videos and everything like that, she in her best month, which was, I want to say in May, mm-hmm. we made. Fourteen grand. Wow, one month. That's about fourteen. And now, on average, between like then and now, like like in the past couple months, it's it's like right around like between like probably between like eight and ten grand. Okay, I mean that's as you point out, Preston. That's a hundred and twenty grand a year Mm -hmm. uh, for that. So is that is that your net or your gross, Leon? uh, that is our gross. Okay. So like after like after everything, it's like it's probably closer to like. Maybe between like five and eight. I you would gotta, say you got to pay for those Harley Quinn costumes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, you like yeah. our, like her. She took over my side of, of our walk-in closet with her costume. <laughs> well, that's a yeah. business and, expense. And, yeah, yeah, you had to, 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 to get a Panavision uh, camera to capture that huge junkie. Use. I full on. I will be full on uh, writing that off my taxes this year. Yeah, all, yeah, of all of this of is going away now. No, 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 no. no. They no. reversed it, so they they oh, announced. They that they were going to cancel all explicit material, and like three days later, they came back and said about that. Never mind. We're reversing that. Okay. It's so, not so, happen. And Leon, that had to be good news for you, right? Oh, I, I mean, I, I don't mind. Like, I get laid as much as I want and everything <laughs> like that. And um, you know, we still like she's 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 back to work. Um, she works in the medical field. Um, I've been, you know, I never lost. I work. Uh, I, I work for. Um, like a for Beasley. Like, yeah. <laughs> 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 Radio what office are you in? <laughs> and I, I work. I work for like a like a landscaping company and stuff like that. All right. Um. And like we like I make like I make good money. Like when you know she's at work, she makes good. She's a, she's a registered nurse. So so you're 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 pulling in enough money with your regular. So is this is really fun money for you? Correct. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like it's nice. Like I got <laughs> like I bought a new car and uh. Um, we went to Hawaii uh, a couple months ago. Leon, so, do the guys you work with know what you do? Oh, hell yeah. I, I brag to them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I brag to them all the time. There you go. But, but yeah. like, it also helps, like, 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 my wife is a smoke show. Like, yeah. it, I am a, like, I'll say this. I am a very lucky man. Like, I don't have, like, I don't care what people, like, like, or, I mean, people in her family, like, found out one way or another, like, her mom, like her mom, and dad don't know. Like that would that would be a whole different conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but like there there have been people that have come up to us, like her cousins, stuff like that. Okay. Like hey, like and her girl cousins that are like around her age. Like we're up, like I'm thirty, 
She's uh, 29. Okay. Uh, but we have... Uh, Leon, do the, did the family members ever comment on what the good Lord gave you? <laughs> What's that? Oh, I don't think they've ever seen... I don't think... Well, I hope they've never like, <laughs> that. That's <laughs> the other thing yeah. about it. Why don't we let Leon carve the turkey? <laughs> that's, like, that's like some Alabama family reunion kind of stuff. Like right, yeah. But, you, right. but uh, you, you seem to have a really good, um, you know, take on this. And, and so we were just curious because it, it this... OnlyFans has clearly appealed to people who, prior to this, probably wouldn't have even considered anything like this. But you're saying, for you, it works at this level. It's, I mean, in all honesty, like, you know, if you have any, like, people out there, if you have any doubts, try it. Because we did not expect to, like, we just bought a house. Yeah. Like, we're, like, it, it's awesome. Like, our kids, <laughs> like, we have kids. Our kids, like, we're out of an apartment. Not, there's not, you know, six of us, Jan in a three-bedroom apartment anymore. Mm. We have a four-bedroom house on two acres of land. Like, like people out there, like, give it a shot. You don't know what it could possibly turn into. Like, it could honestly change your life. Like, I got a car and a motorcycle <laughs> this year. Like, Hawaii, my wife, like, I got freaking... It's probably like Kathy's house or something like that. I got freaking like 14 Amazon packages. A day. <laughs> there we go. And half, of them, half of them are new, uh, new costumes. I'm like, hey, like, um, kids go to bed tonight. Uh, so who do you want to be tonight? Uh, Catwoman or Wonder Woman? You pick. Hey, let me ask you. Has anyone ever requested Harlan Sanders, Colonel Sanders? So are you dressing your kids in the same costume that you bang your wife in? <laughs> I mean... No, no, I know. There's, you, uh, got, you got to have a separation. Yeah, yeah. Like I, like I, like I tell, I'm, I'm straight Delco, born and raised. Yeah, that's, sounds like that's it. Like a whole, that's a whole different level of Delco, right? Now. <laughs> that's that's too much Delco. That's, like that's when yeah. like people from Philly are like, oh, you're from Delco. Like, there you go. But that's the kind of Delco that they're talking about. Just right? one quick question. Hey, like, didn't what? I see like your wife wear that costume that your wife yeah. that your daughter's wearing for Halloween this year? <laughs> You don't, you don't want that. Let me ask you this. It's one thing that in your description up here on our screen, you talk about the fan connection aspect. Uh, how does that work? Do you interact with the people who are the fans of your OnlyFans page? She does. Okay. Um, and, like, I don't get, like, they're, like, like I I don't read the stuff. But, like, I am not a jealous person at all. Right. Um, me and my wife have a wonderful relationship. Good. Uh, like, we love each other, everything like that. So I, I am not. A jealous person, because like I said, like if anything happens, like I have a schlong. So <laughs> that, that's that's right up there with Confucius. Whatever happens, I have a schlong. Know thyself. Oh my God. I, don't gotta, I don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. That should go on your grave. To thine man. own schlong be true. Yeah, just put it on when, when you pass away. Whatever happens, I have a schlong. Should yeah. go right on your gravestone. Yeah. Don't even use a tombstone. Just use your member above the ground. What's this pump right here in the ground? If, if her parents find out, it'll probably be relatively soon. So, right, but what? um, uh. yeah, it's um, it's you know, it's. It's been nice. It's been fun. Like I'll like that's that's probably the best way to describe it. Like but, it's been it's been fun. But Leon, you guys are done with that, right? No, we're still doing it. Still, doing it? still no, doing, he, doing it. Still doing it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Well, and, 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 yeah, I want a boat. <laughs> he wants a boat. Hey, let me. Okay, let me ask you this, Leon. You, if 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 someone has an account, um, can they give a password to you know friends or or somebody who they want to share for free to go and check it out? Uh, that's more 
more of a wife. That's more of a wife question. I just. I just show up when she tells me. To. You just show up with your schlong. Yes, you're yeah. you're you're a, you're an actor for hire. I'm curious about that because we have several uh, people that we have known through the years that have these, and I'm curious, can they give us like a little, you know, yeah. admit not an administrator account, but a, but a, here here this is a link that will allow you to view what I do for free so, for so, a limited amount of time. So like I don't I don't think you can because so like when we when she first started like to build her fan base for like her first two or three months like it was free like she made it free. So all you needed was an account to log in. Right. And, like, you could just view her stuff. But, like, then she made it, you know, it was, like, right now I think she charges 14. She's running a special. It's a special month. Yes. So uh, she's running it's a August. special. It's uh, I think it's, like, 20% off or something like that. So it's, like, $15 or something like that a month now. Okay. So is this um, part of the back-to-school savings? Yeah, I'm looking at, well, yeah, well, basically. But um, I'm looking at her account right now. So, yeah, it's, it's 20% off, $15 a month for right now. But, um, like, ever since she made it, like, people have to pay to view her stuff. Um, I don't, like, I don't talk to the people that are her members, but I don't, I don't know if they had to, like, Subscribe. Oh, and by the way, or anything like Kathy that. was asking about engagement. Does she does she uh, engage with these people online and uh, kind of you know spur them along to to spend more money? Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I meant when um, okay. like uh, I uh, like you, I don't get jealous. You don't get jealous. Okay, you, you, I got you, you know that she's working the account that yeah, way yeah, yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to to bring in more to more business. Obviously, exactly. it's working. You're currently doing it. Yeah. It sounds like. It works for you. So that and that's kind of what we were interested in. How this is being incorporated. Into someone who's say like like not from the straight up from the porn industry who's just a person who's maybe in your neighborhood is, who said let me take a crack at this and uh, see how it works and you're here to say for you and your wife it's working very well. Yeah, hey, I'm like if like if Steve was my age like I I'm living a dream I get to bang Wonder Woman Bat Girl Bat <laughs> like Catwoman mm-hmm. like I'm like just like this is it's great I I honestly. I, I enjoy the hell out. You're living the dream, Leon. You're living <laughs> exactly. the dream. Hey, and by and the way, if you find out that there is a a link uh, that that we can check, send that over to us. We want we want to, we want to see what's I going on see over here. Long. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll email it to you guys, and I'll give you. A, I'll tell her to give you a nice discount on it. <laughs> Thank you. Whatever happens. Tell me, do you offer discounts? All right. Thank you, Leon. We'll see you, guys. Have a nice flight. All right. <laughs> have a nice flight. Have a nice flight. I love it. Oh my god. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, some text coming in saying yes, you can give free trials and subscriptions to people. So I think mm. I think we're owed that. Yeah. Yeah. This is I don't even know if this is accurate, but George here, Preston says that uh, somebody uh, uh, somebody subscribed to made four point two million a month. In a month. I don't know. What? I don't know. Maybe we don't have time to get yeah. into calls. I appreciate it, but uh, nonetheless, so OnlyFans had reversed their decision, which was made last week or this past weekend that uh, they were going to be banning pornography and uh, no more. No, that's a <laughs> bang away. Yes. Yeah. My wife sends me a text. Tell this guy to save his money. Save, you know, that's my, my wife's owner. Yeah, stop, <laughs> stop, <laughs> stop buying motorcycles. Yeah, yeah, stop buying motorcycles and boats. Invest yeah. wisely. for one Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. We need to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. And uh, Bizarre File and uh, an announcement to go along yes. with that too. So uh, stay put. We'll be back in a bit. MMR, buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. 
The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Can you believe football is back? This Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Interacme swoop in and win sweepstakes, and you could win up to ten thousand dollars cash or twenty twenty two Eagle season tickets. All you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwin.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official super market of the Philadelphia Eagles and MMR's Preston and Steve show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve show podcast. Let's take a trip, shall we? Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's all right, uh, brought to you this morning by Maury's Piers. You can celebrate Oktoberfest at Maury's Piers with MMR's Big Friggin' Deal. Cool. This week, two one-day ride passes for Maury's Piers Oktoberfest are only $45. Uh, you can get this exclusive offer now through Sunday at WMMR.com. The keyword is deal. So you want to hurry up on this because supplies are Limited. Okay, we'll start with that. You remember I told you about the money shot? Yes, the uh, money shot. Uh, in a bizarre turn of events, an Indian man died after using epoxy resin or super-duper intense glue in lieu of a condom during intercourse <gasps> with his oh, former no. fiance. Oh. Killed him. He covered his oh, my God. junk in glue. Yeah, I'm not sure how much of it he covered in glue. I don't know well, if he just... Close the exit portal or what? Oh, but oh my god! Wait, so, do we don't think he fashioned a full like condom out of it. Right? I don't you, know. You, you would just who knows. His family is idiot. now asking for police to conduct a more thorough investigation into their son's death. The Times of India reported the incident took place at a hotel. Once inside, uh, police said that man identified as 25 year old Salman Mirza. And his ex-fiance wanted to hook up, but the couple didn't have a condom, and that's when they decided to get creative. Uh, the police said since they did not have any protection, they decided to apply this adhesive on his private parts to ensure that she does not get pregnant. Well, why didn't she just glue herself closed? <sighs> police further explained the couple regularly carried the adhesive on their person. For just such a... No. Oh. Local outlets allege that Mirza and his ex-fiance were addicted to drugs and they would often inhale the epoxy. Oh. Well, there you go. Yeah, there was, this was just bound to happen then. Which would also be mixed with a whitener, which I don't know what that is. But uh, acquaintances told police that on the night before his ill-timed oh death, God. Mirza and his ex-fiance were under the influence of this drug cocktail when they decided to also use the epoxy so- as their contraceptive. The the reason for the dying, though, what I what, don't know, we don't know. Yeah, so uh, the next day, I, I don't know if it was because of that, yeah, or this is just a little side <clears throat> detail to this. Fun fact, yeah, fun fact. <laughs> Guy glued his penis shut. <laughs> uh, the next day, Mirza was found lying unconscious near an apartment complex. I'm, I got to believe it was a drug overdose. Oh my god! Uh, but yeah, that's what they—that's what you do on drugs, kids. Yeah. 
Uh, a man's plan to sell his high-performance sports car was upended when he flipped that car on a highway. This is in North Carolina. The single car crash, which was near North Carolina Highway 11, uh, had taken place. Spencer Everett is his name, and he said that he pulled onto the highway and, quote, gunned it. Everett then lost control of the 2020 Stingray Corvette. Ran off the road and into a ditch. He said he was selling the car Tuesday oh. and that the ride was his, quote, last hurrah. Yeah, and he, sure was. Dude, he destroyed it. What, what, what was the vehicle, did you say? It was a 2020 Stingray. Oh, my God. Everett was injured in the crash. He was charged. Uh, he wasn't injured in the crash, but he hurrah. was charged with uh, reckless driving. Yeah. Uh, on August 23rd, Della Marie Gibson pleaded guilty before United States Magistrate Jed, Judge H. I'm sorry, Judge H. Bruce Goyton on two counts of sending biohazard materials through the U.S. mail. The court imposed a two-year sentence of probation. So, on or about April 5th, Gibson mailed and had delivered using the United States Postal Service a package containing. Feces to her husband's ex-wife. Due to feces. And on or about April 9th, Gibson obtained human blood from a patient during her regular duties as a registered nurse and placed the patient's blood on a female napkin, which Gibson then mailed to the same victim using the post as well. Do me a favor, crap in this envelope. While on probation, Gibson will be supervised and must undergo mental health treatment, anger management treatment, and have no contact with the victim or her minor children. In addition, Gibson is prohibited from obtaining or seeking a position in the healthcare field involving direct contact with patients. So she was sending poop and blood through the mail. And therefore, I guess you face federal charges. uh, Absolutely. I think someone's ready for an OnlyFans account. (laughs) Uh, Porch pirates aren't always human. A homeowner in Bristol, Connecticut recently posted a video to Facebook that shows a bear (laughs) taking her Amazon package from her front steps and walking down the driveway with it. Uh, Kristen Levine says... Oh, awesome, it's a hair crimper. Uh, she doesn't know why the bear was interested in the package, as all it contained was a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> Maybe it's like that commercial. That right, yeah, yeah. That commercial. Oh, the, that commercial. Uh, that, that bear family's obsessed with their asses. They wipe their asses. Yeah. Uh, she added the package later, uh, turned up in a neighbor's yard, so they were able to get it back. Uh, this is tragic. Uh, a kite surfer in Florida yeah. died yesterday after a strong wind picked the man up off the ground, carried him 400 feet, and slammed him into the second floor of a house oh. on Fort Lauderdale Beach. I, I see the guys doing this, and I'm like, it looks fun until they start to really rock it up. Oh, and man. I'm like, nah, I don't think I'd have a stomach for that. Yeah. Fire rescue officials said the kite surfer hadn't even gotten into the water yet. Yeah. And a strong wind lifted him into the air and then into the house. He was taken to a hospital uh, where he died a few hours later. Uh, The victim's name was not immediately released. Uh, In the sport, by the way, participants usually hook a large kite to a body harness. They hold onto a bar, and then they put their feet into straps attached to a surfboard. They then use the kite to pull them through the water. Uh, But kites usually come with a safety release system, and it can quickly disconnect the surfer if they lose control or they catch a dangerous wind, but it's not known if the victim's kite had such a system or whether he had tried to activate I, it or not. I'm wondering if the natural inclination is to clamp on tighter if it's starting to get away from you and you forget that you have that ability to disconnect it. Yeah, I, maybe. Yeah, uh, I, You would think so, but but somebody who's done it for a while, I yeah. would assume, knows what the story is, but that's that's messed up. All right, Horrible. and there you go. That is what I have in the Bizarre File for you this morning. Okay, so we have an announcement to make, and... 
It's a yearly event that takes place on MMR, and we're excited to announce it once again. Uh, it is time, and I'll give you the starting dates and all that stuff. It is time for MMR's Back to School A to Z. Yay! Love this. Now, we absolutely know that uh, listeners of WMMR love this feature. Uh, and I think we convey this message, but we, as the DJ and DJs and staff here at MMR, might even love it more than you do. <laughs> I, it's quite possible. It is so much fun for us to play songs that um, a lot of times don't get played in certain times of the day or just have been rested for a long time and haven't been in our rotation. And uh, it's a blast to kind of go through this this musical catalog, this extensive MM Archive catalog. We, I mean, no, what other station could pull off this sort of, um, uh, what do you call it, stunt programming? We have this incredible amount of music. You're not repeating any songs. It goes on and on. We, I mean, the amount of stuff in our library is crazy. So what's cool is that it begins... With us, the Preston and Steve show. It's and the in, first time ever, right? And in fact, uh, it will start Thursday morning, next Thursday, a week from today at 6 a.m. With the Preston and Steve show. I thought I'd bring back Sorry. the music for a moment. Uh, so, yeah, we get to we get to start it. Normally, it's, it's well, it's been all over the clock. I've heard Pierre started, I've Jackson started, everybody started, but we get to begin. I think it's because we're in the Hall of Fame now. You think yeah, that's yeah. finally okay. we get some consideration yeah, like that? This. Uh, so we'll start that uh, next Thursday at 6 a.m. And as we've said before, this is just a great laundry list of cool tunes that's good to have as a reference for yourself uh, if you're building a playlist or need songs for a special occasion or something like that. Do we know the, um, are we starting with numbers? I believe we start yeah. with numbers. Uh, and I think Chuck will uh, Chuck will argue that that's, not, that that's not really the alphabet. I think you actually, you might even start with... Punctuation uh, uh, marks? Yeah. Yeah, yeah characters. <laughs> like what's an example of a song? Uh, like the hashtag, right? So if I'm looking at our songs right now in alphabetical order... Uh, the the first song is not a n- necessarily. Well, hang on a second. Oh wait, no, no, I got to go by title here. Uh, yeah. So the very first um, song in our catalog. Do you want me to play it for you? Uh, sure. Go is ahead. Is this? Oh, it's from Garbage. Charlie Manson's birthday today, by the way. Mm-hmm. It's called Number One Crush, and the number is is the hashtag. Ah. Uh, and then there's uh, John Lennon is number nine dream because technically. That's uh, that, that is a character that starts in front of a digit. Okay, song. well maybe it, maybe that begins. There. I I don't know. We'll find we'll out. find out a week from today. I just, just a tease. I just uh, drooled there a little. You're bit. You're salivating over <laughs> this. So excited over <laughs> MMR's back to school date. <laughs> All right, so there you go. And we don't know how long it'll last. That's the thing about A to Z. We have no idea. We have we have a we have a, a slight guesstimation as to when things usually wrap up, but it always goes past that. Yes, yeah, so. we always end up short. All right, so we are going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. We do have a guest joining us. Robert Kelly would be on. He's at uh, um, Punchline. Uh, We'll talk to him in a few minutes. But uh, also, I'd like to give away a case of Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. And we'll take caller number 16-215-263-WMMR. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Seltzer delivers a clean and pure liquid that is as real as it tastes. You can enjoy Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer at Pints and Pies on Northampton Street in Easton, PA. 16th caller chores. Back in a moment. 
the Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You line. Hi, this is Lynette from the Ballroom at Windsor. We are an event venue in Middletown, Delaware. Are you looking for a wedding venue to celebrate the love between you and your partner? Hey, you've come to the right place. You can visit our website at farmweddingde.com. We can't wait to get out there and celebrate the love again in 2021. Thank you. Next message. Hi, my name is Diane, and I run Gentle Swing Daycare in Wayne, PA. We currently have openings. We are proud of providing 30-plus years of child care service. Gentle Swing is a small, family-oriented facility that combines learning, playing, and lots of TLC. For more information, please call 610-688-6678. You can also check us out on Facebook at Gentle Swing Daycare. We look forward to hearing from you soon. Thanks. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less. So I would mentioned earlier that temperature is going to be around like 92 degrees today, but with the the dew points, with the humidity, um, it's going to feel like it's over 100 degrees. And Steve sent me this article. Do you know what uh, source this was? The Inquirer. Was the Inquirer? Yeah. Um, so even though we haven't we haven't hit triple digits at all, okay, in the last three months, there, there's been no 100-degree days. Right. We'll feel it might have been that, but not the actual temperature. But for discomfort, the summer of 2021 apparently ranks way up there based on analysis of absolute moisture in the air as measured by the dew points. Uh, this could become the muggiest summer since 1995. Muggiest? Yeah. It yes. doesn't feel that way, though, does it? Oh, it does. Yeah, okay. Well, I, uh, we've had six heat waves. Yeah. Uh, we're currently in the six. You've been at the beach a lot. It's better at the beach than it is around exactly. here. Exactly. Yeah. I'm trying to think of, like, when I'm leaving the office building. Yeah. You know, because I spend more time here than I do down you're there. You're but... out there, you and Preston out there clamming and singing your Calypso <laughs> music and waiting no. for the banana boats to come back in. No, what I've been doing a lot is working on my golf game. So I've been going to a driving range hitting golf balls, like, every single day. Yeah. And I come back completely drenched yeah. as if I jumped in a swimming pool. Yes. So it is that, like, for example... Uh, Again, if I'm if I'm out mowing the lawn and I'm I'm gonna get hot, I'm gonna get sweaty. It's to not be, a yes, problem, exactly. But but otherwise, I'm like uh, you know, even with the umbrellas out stuff and everything, which is great, and that we do have a pool, which is th- I thank God my wife wanted one. Mm-hmm. But um, I go inside. I've been spending so much of this summer inside. So I wear a baseball hat when I'm when I'm hitting golf balls, and even and and that will act as kind of a uh, sweat grabber. Yes. on my forehead. But the, this year, I more often than not, I am just it's dripping down my face. It's getting in my eyes. I'm like, what the, is it just me no, or no, is no. this out of the ordinary? It has been crazy muggy. I bought one of those super wide yeah, like, baby. Pads, brim uh-huh. that, that, that shade your shoulders and yeah. shade the people next to you and the people in the town over you. That's how wide the brim is. And press, you take, you, when I take that sucker off, it's like a, a shower comes down. Now, maybe with you, because I know when you go to the driving range, you also wear uh, elbow-length Audrey Hepburn gloves. They look great. <laughs> and, 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 is, is, and they keep they the clubs great. from slipping in your hand. Are they, are they, they silk? No, mine no, aren't silk. They're leather. Okay. So, right. that's, that's why right. it's so hot. That was part of the problem. <laughs> right, yeah. right. The uh, the sweat dripping. The you know the the hats or whatever. It's it. 
prevents me, I think ahead of time, about not putting on sunscreen because it bothers my eyes so much. I put, so, okay, all right, now we're bringing up, <laughs> these are all relevant. So I wear sunblock every day because I have the vitiligo, I have splotchy skin, I have to be more sensitive to the sun, and I'm, I'm, I've been told by the dermatologist that I'm doing an excellent job, which is great. But I, I of years of going out with this sunblock on the top of my head uh, that will invariably drip down into my eyes, and yeah. it is the water-resistant yeah. sunblock, mm-hmm. right? So what happens is when it gets in your eyes, your tears are going to do nothing right. to right. break it down. So I, so literally... Do you have a glaze that, 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 that are things kind of blurry, too? When it's, it gets in your eyes, I, I can't. No, okay. because my eyes, can't, I don't open my eyes because it right. hurts so much. So I will put like the sunblock like that from mid cheek down. Okay, and then I'll either wear a hat, you know, to 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 cover the top of my head, or a very light like a like a kid's fifty sunblock. Yeah, yeah. what's great is we, we, that's not look like Brando in the Island of Doctor Moreau. Basically, I should yeah. have the, the big white thing. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> what you should really try to do is, uh, is sweat into your eyes so you go blind as you're going 25 miles per hour on your bike. On a bicycle. Oh, yeah, man. Off of a bridge. That's like the, the way to go. I found because I was having such an issue with the sweat going into my eyes, I had to get new sunglasses uh, that, are, that are better for that. And then also I got a headband. It's called a gutter. I think it's spelled G U T R. They're, They're good. And uh and basically, Preston, it's it's a gutter that goes across your head what? and it pulls the the sweat like down off to the uh, over You've your got eyes. Got to show me this. Is it a yeah. baseball hat? No, no, no. It's a it's a headband. All right. Oh, it's a it's headband. Just, just it a actually headband. has like like case I've seen it has like basically like a built-in trough uh-huh. to redirect the sweat. Redirect yeah, the but sweat. I was, when I was when I was actively uh taking Krav Maga, yeah. Ernie, the owner I wore I wore a sweatband on my forehead one time, and he, <laughs> he busted my balls about it. And I, and I had because it was kept getting my yeah. eyes. Yes, and so I am now. I'm, I'm scarred. I'm not. I don't. I don't wear sweatpants. <laughs> is that it? Yeah, that is really stupid looking. I know, but, but as long as it works. <laughs> but the, wait, how does it not just go over the band? Uh, well, because all right. So so what, what, you can, what you can't see in the picture here, Kathy, is that. The band isn't just a band. There's like there's a trough there. Do you see that? Oh, Where that's disgusting. So it does is it collecting it and like when you take it off? And, and no, it, it does. It distributes it. It runs to a to a to a to a pipe that goes down no. your butthole. <laughs> it Kathy. goes down your back and into your ass. Kathy, collect. It's like a gutter. It redistributes it okay. onto uh, the side. The side. Got it. Sorry. Okay. So. I, and I know it looks ridiculous, but you can't really tell because I'm wearing a bike helmet at the same right, time. Right. Okay, so you can't. Case, and then my yeah. my friend swears by it. Yes, yeah. he, he says it, it rocks. I, I, he's a cyclist as well. Is that yeah, why it's called a gutter? Is yeah, it because okay, because it's a gutter. Gotcha. So and then, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, I was gonna say. So um, what what I hate so much in the summer and when it's this hot out um, is putting lotion on. <laughs> So, not sunscreen, just regular, like, daily I don't lotion. put regular and not, lotion on. Not my face, just... Moisturizing Moisturizing, lotion. like, my... Yes. <laughs> well, yes, and my legs and my arms. So, I, a lot of times, I won't. Like, if I, I'll shower after the gym, if I'm not really going out anywhere, I won't put it on. So, I was in Target the other day, and I just ran out quick, and I had shorts and yeah. a tank top on just to grab some things at Target real quick. And, of course, I run into Angela, of all people. Uh-huh. We're talking, talking, talking. She goes... You need some moisturizer, sweetheart. I'm uh, like, of course you would notice that. Like, yeah, of course you- Angela's going to get. She, 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 and she's the one who has the the validity to to criticize the way we you know, we all look at she's on top of all this. This stuff. is a side topic, but what's with all the moisturizing? I mean, you know, that's well, that's a woman thing, right? Well, no. If you like, if you had really dry I will arms use, or anything, will you? Yeah, I mean, you but, but I think I think 
I think we deal with more dryness than... Uh, all right, it's well, a side I, no, topic. Saying, it's a different story. Let, anyway, can I jump yeah. in here quickly on this? You have because hair to cover it. I, That's true. I, and somebody asked, um, one of my wife's friends was over at the house, and why don't you use the pool a lot? I shower three times a day. With the different workouts I do, I'm I'm like wet so often that I savor my dryness. <laughs> but but like sometimes like last day I was working, uh, I had done I was done working out. I and I was I was sweating, and and I went to this is it. I scratched my arm. Oh, you like took a layer of skin, right? Off. Because it it was Aww. like I had pre I had tenderized my arm and. That's I did that to myself just, just by, by scr- scratching. Yes. Wow, that's I mean, a pretty I, big scar. I do notice at the gym, like I'm definitely sweating way more. I actually thought to myself, I was like, "Is it my age? Like, right. am I sweating more now?" But I think it is. It's not my age. I think it's the no, humidity. No, it's definitely not your age. <laughs> it I'm is. It's you. pervasive, and I will contend this as well. Even with AC on and everything, which is certainly wonderful, and I I, I adore it. Uh, you still can sort of feel it inside. It's there's an energy suck. It, it's enervating in some way. Yeah, you know. And and what really I think impacts this, Preston, to that article, talk about sleep. Trying to sleep, trying to get comfortable on nights that are as oppressively humid as they have been throughout this summer. I um, have um, get a uh, sleep number bed by the way. Well, yeah, <laughs> I uh, I used to always have to sleep one hundred percent, except for my head, my body underneath the covers, and I can't do that anymore. No, no, no. There's no, there's no <laughs> effing way. Yeah, I you know I sleep on top of the covers. So the atmospheric moisture has been contributing to the frequent rains, which in turn have contributed to the moisture, which in turn oh. has been a challenge to the body's. Uh, ingenious cooling system. When sweat evaporates, it gives off a cooling effect. But if the air is moisture laden, sweat can become a dripping source of torment. Think of uh, like an air conditioner during a power failure. Uh, dew point, by the way, is the temperature at which water vapor in the air condenses into a liquid. If the overnight temperature reaches 70 and the dew point is 70, then dew will form on the grass and on your car and stuff like that. So that's how that works. That's what the dew point means. So it is in conjunction with a with the temperature. Uh, meteorologists view it as a far better indicator of how much moisture in the atmosphere is or how much moisture the atmosphere is holding as opposed to what you've heard before relative humidity. Yes, which is relative to the temperature. When it's 90 degrees, the air can hold a lot more water vapor than when it's 70 degrees. Mm. So when you hear those dew points, if you if they're up in like the 60, 70 range, they're really, really high. And yeah. Do they know what the origins of all of this is? Like where it started in the first place? Newark. Uh, well, <laughs> it's, I, I find massive trends like this yes. really fascinating because, you know, the West is going through this mega drought and they don't have anything right. of like... And we're shopping wet. Right. So why can't we bottle <laughs> our air and send it to them? No, I mean, like, why Why do they... Are they suffering such a drought and we, we can't stop sweating our balls off? It is a bizarre... Listen, as you said, President, we've all observed people, and people will come here and they, they think, oh, Philadelphia, it's the Northeast. You're going to have a summer that's going to be fairly... You know, comfortable. Uh, And Philadelphia ranks at least as, like, so living on Long Island, you know, for a lot of my life, you had the mitigating effects of the sound, the the, the water between Connecticut and Long Island. And then you had the, of course, the ocean. So the temperature was always a little bit less. Here, I'd have to say it's it's as humid a place as I've ever been in my life. Uh, Hang on a second. I want to go to uh, Mike. He's got another problem for sweat in your eyes. Hey, Mike, good morning. Good morning. What's up, my man? 
Hey, listen, I like the farm all the time. You know, when you work late, you're out sweating. And I put every kind of band down. Can anybody understand, Mike? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's sweating into the phone, I think. <laughs> it's hard to understand you, Mike. It's, uh, it doesn't, the signal sounds a little funky. Okay, you can hear me now. A little better. Okay, it's called a sweat vac. A sweat so, vac. Yeah, they're, they're at, it's actually a skull cap that you wear. It's super thin. It doesn't let anything run down your eyes. It, 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 I mean, it can be so okay. wet. All right, it's and a it's a it's a skull right. cap. Oh, okay. We're looking at uh, is that what this is right here, guys? The sweat vac? Is that what that is? I guess so. Uh, a new sweat vac. Uh, does it look like a baseball, hat. a baseball hat? No, that actually looks like a skull cap. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll check it out. It's it's kind of hard to hear you, Mike. Yeah. We'll, we'll look into There's it. But thanks for the heads up, bud. Okay, best thank you, buddy. I don't know where you're saying. He says he's the best. best in the world. Okay. And then he says he has an OnlyFans page. Oh, okay. Well, why wouldn't he? <laughs> Sucking up sweat. <laughs> Uh, so at about the 35, 40 minute mark when I'm really on the uh, treadmill or, or just hiking or exercising in general, that's when the sweat starts. And I, and I, you know, I, I purposely put in a pause to clear the sweat and move on to the second, uh, second level of exercise. It is so effing annoying though, Preston, when it's running in your eyes yeah. and I'm not, you have hair, which sort of works as a buffer. It can. Yeah. For, for a little while, like, yeah. like it'll, it'll probably happen sooner to you. Right. It'll yeah. run off your skull and, uh, and my hair will catch, but eventually it does get sopping and, wet. Have and you guys people, noticed, oh, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Have, have you noticed, uh, in your homes or in the, in the car when you get in in the morning, the, uh, you know, the dew on the inside? Yeah, on the inside. Yeah, yeah. That and, happened when I was leaving yesterday. Yeah. Here, I went outside, and the, the back windshield was all uh, fogged up. I'm like, that's really weird. It happened for me on the way into work today, and, and uh, our bedroom window, it's been happening on the inside. I, and I Nick, guess there's it, a man in your car. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of there! Yeah, and there was this hook on the back bumper. <laughs> um, no, but in the... Uh, I know what you did last time. <laughs> the, uh, the bedroom window, and I, don't, I don't know if it has to do with the dew point and then running the AC on the inside, but yeah, I've noticed it more this summer than ever before. I think one of the best parts about the AC, and I'd say this to anybody, we have the inverters in the house, which is the different, you know, the, the units up on the wall that run to external units. Um, the, the, it's the extraction of the moisture that, that, that it right. removes that humidity. However, as you know, like during this week, if I get like a uh, my bottle of water and it's just remotely chilled and you put it on the yeah. table, it sweats up a storm. Immediately. Immediately. Yeah. Hey, here's an interesting text to say, have you ever heard of wet bulb syndrome? No. When the humidity... But I think I have it. When the humidity is so high, sweat can no longer evaporate and it can cause death similar to heat stroke. No, I have not heard of that. Wet bulb syndrome. Hmm. That's weird. Okay. No. I, I had uh, sticky sack. Is yes. that the same thing? <laughs> I had that yesterday. Oh my God, Chris! I nearly ripped my my entire member off because every. I mean, I had. It was almost as if I had like the the, the guy in India who glued his jump yeah, shut. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, that hurt. Uh, so the dew point, by the way. Well, I, I mentioned that humidity was forecast to approach a hundred percent. Uh, early today, which, by the way, the 100% humidity is rain, right? That's it, what I was told. It I means we should be class. seeing water outside the window. That means that, uh, that it's raining, yes. 100% uh, humidity. Uh, Thursday, with readings in the low 70s, but it will feel a whole lot hotter in the afternoon today when humidities fall uh, to the mid-50s and temperatures are in the low 90s. Uh, dew points in the afternoon are going to rise toward the steamy mid-70s, so chances are... Uh, if you're outside with a glass of water, actually beads of water will form on the outside of the glass. So here's what happens. And you mentioned it earlier about the we we sort of have become throughout this summer uh, the same weather pattern you would find in southern Florida. 
<laughs> sunny until about like two or three o'clock. Then either like a raging lightning thunderstorm that passes through. Right. And, and like, so any plans you would have, for, and I, I, I tweeted about this. Yeah. Thanks for killing every plan that you ever had in the afternoon <laughs> throughout this entire summer. It seems like every time you turn around, I'm running upstairs to my wife's room to close the windows. And, you know, yeah. it's, 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 uh, it's annoying. I had to go out for That's a, why I don't live in Florida. I had to go out for a nice long bike ride on Saturday because of the, the bend of the shore is a Sunday. So I had to get like at least one yeah. long ride in. And I got out on Saturday and there had been the threat of rain. For the entire time, and I had started in Wildwood. I ended up in uh, New Jersey. I'm New Jersey. I was from in New from Jersey. Wildwood, you made it to me from Wildwood, all the way to New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in New Jersey. You just left. <laughs> you never left. Uh, all the way to Ocean City. Oh, you called from the back of the bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. The rain never came. Like yeah. when I was um, when I was in Ocean City, I was texting with my wife, and she sent me the radar. She's like, "You better get back here now." You know, do you want me to come get you, Mister? Uh, well, she she's way more nervous about the the rain uh, and thunderstorms than I am. But I mean, riding your bike in the rain's not fun either. It's hot. It's, it, well, no, it's dangerous. It's slippery, and yeah. brakes don't work. We as saw well some and... people caught or, mm-hmm. in the Cape May area uh, riding bikes, and it was pouring. Oh. Rain. I felt terrible for them. I when it was anybody on a motorcycle, when I see them and you, you know, it, it starts to pour and there's there's no overpass or anything. Uh-huh. Either just, you know, what do you do? Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing really you can do. But yep. Hey, speaking of bike riding, do you want to mention? Uh, do you mind? No, no, go right ahead. So, uh, I mean, the, the big news is that uh, I set a goal for Team WMMR to raise fifty thousand dollars. It's a pipe dream. I, I think I put fifty thousand dollars every single year. Well, we did yeah. it this year. He did. Yeah. It! So Team WMMR nice has, work, has passed over the fifty thousand dollar threshold. It's 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 bittersweet, right? So it's the most we've ever raised, but we're still in third place behind the Jim Thorpers. We'll never uh, catch. Don't them. say never. You just did this. No, but the yeah, wheels of justice. We're never going to catch them. They're in like the sixty, almost seventy thousand dollar range, but we're uh, we're just below the Jim Thorpers by you know, like eight thousand dollars. I am currently in third individual third uh, fundraising. One guy. He got a $20,000 donation from his work. So, Beasley, if you're listening, $20,000 would be nice. And the biggest team you've ever had. This is the biggest team we've ever had. And, so. and, and you listen, we've been talking every morning about things you're having to do about make, taking care of all the people who are It's a lot of juggling. It's, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Any of these charity things that you get involved with, but you, you do it because it's a great cause. It is. And I have, um, I've come to the realization that I probably uh, have a terrible system. And so when this thing is all said, and done and, and we get ready for next year i need a new system for you know how to coordinate and organize and all that sort of stuff because it has gone well past my area of expertise Preston, there's we, a system i like to use it's called get somebody else to do it. <laughs> well that's listen. honestly why that's honestly why yeah. there are entire companies who who set things yeah. up for charities and and most charities that are going to be bringing in a lot of money see the merit in it because it is such uh, such a time-consuming energy suck yeah. to do it the right way to get it to get it out all that information out. Yeah, you understand why they do it. There was this story. I, I guess maybe it was a TED talk. A guy talking about how he was he was a professional, um, a charity um, promoter and organizer, and so he had a fee that he charged to do that. So I think he worked for the AIDS Foundation. Or I'm, right. I'm I'm probably getting it wrong. Long story short, he charged them the fee, and they said, well. If we didn't have to pay his fee, we could add that to the amount. Huh. 
They fired him oh, off the thing, and they man, lost a huge um, bunch of money. It's a well, lot of work. It's a lot it, of it work. Is, it is a paid position. Yeah, it no is. question. You yeah. can't you can't do that for free. It's too much time. But uh, you know, a lot of credit goes out there to a, a woman named Sherry Ivers. Sherry and Bob Ivers are on the team, but Sherry helps me uh, immensely. With the coordination and organization of the team. And so, you know, she has done so much for Team WMMR. So I cannot thank her enough. Also, the sponsors. Uh, Michelob Ultra stepped up in a big way. Awesome. Keswick Cycle, because uh, Keswick has three locations. They stepped up in a huge way. Headstrong Foundation has been there at, along with Pinocchio's Pizza since the very, very beginning. So they were all able to get Every single person on my team a jersey, so that was uh, that was huge. But yeah, fifty thousand dollars and counting, and counting, and you know? counting, yeah, wow. counting. <laughs> Still kicking uh, Greg Murphy's ass. I'm kicking the crap out of Greg Murphy uh, as well as Deanna Durante. Good. Yeah, no, I um, love I love both of them. When They're is it? Great. It's at the end of the month. It's Sunday, man. Oh, it's a Sunday. It's Sunday. So um, weather wise, eighty seven. Uh, it says. I, well, that's good. That's not up in. The, I mean, that's high eighties, but. Isolated thunderstorms, you know, it could change between. We now and start then, at so. seven a.m., so the temperature will be cooler than eighty-seven, and we're headed towards the the shore, which so should be cooler. Which usually cooler, should be yeah. cooler, but like what really sucks about the ride is the wind. Like, the wind. So yeah. you usually have the wind at your back, and then you get into like Absecon, and then that's when the wind. So the last five miles is is the wind right directly in your face, but mm. it's all worth it, man. Yep, you'll do it. Well, yep. congratulations, man. All right, we're going to break. We're going to come back in a moment. And uh, Robert Kelly, who will be at Punchline, will be joining us. So don't go too far. We'll be back in a moment. August 27th, 1991. An up-and-coming band from Seattle releases their debut album that would go on to sell over 13 million copies. 10 by Pearl Jam. Friday, join Pierre for a special edition of his Vinyl Cut, when he'll track all of Side 1, starting at 2, from the station that played it when it was new, 93.3 WMMR. Our next guest, Casey, was uh, Case was chatting with briefly before um, we got uh, to this time, and he had said that I think the last time we saw him was at Camp Out for Hunger. 2019. 2019 for Jeez. our uh, comedy night. Yeah. We, we, so it's have, been a while. Have we had him? We, we've had him on, right? But not in no. Since then, I don't think so. I don't no. think we have. Maybe we'll find out. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, he's going to be at Punchline tonight, tomorrow, Saturday. Please yeah. welcome Mr. Robert Kelly. Yeah. The show. What's up, guys? How are you? Good, Robert. How you doing? Um, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm doing. I'm doing better now that you know we can do shows again. Yes, yeah. it's got to be great. Obviously, I mean, you you you've been creative, you know, uh, w- with your time and everyone's sort of forced um, yeah. stasis. And uh, I wanted to ask you, and I'll jump right into it because we were talking earlier about the OnlyFans. Um, thing where they, you know, they got rid of the sex and now they're bringing it back. But you have been, and we talked about Patreon, and you've been doing a lot of stuff at Patreon. How, how does that work for you? What, what's what's the deal with Patreon? Uh, I mean, Patreon's cool, but Patreon is also a, you know, it really hits your self-esteem, too. <laughs> does it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah some, you know, a uh, comic that's been uh, doing comedy for f- four years has $100,000 a month. You know, and you're making fifteen hundred, and I've right. been in the business for thirty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is kind of a luck of the draw thing, isn't it? I don't know, dude. Look, man, I have my fans that stick, and uh, and then you know. But it did save my life during the pandemic because 
my all, a lot of people who like me actually went on there because it was it was pretty devastating to find out I was unessential. <laughs> it really does hurt. I really I had no idea. I fired my therapist because I was right for ten years. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was, it was disgusting. It was like, yeah, no, every thought I've ever had about me and my career is exactly right. I am not needed in the world. So the guy was, so a that was tough. Yeah, yeah, but it, I just I you know I got I'm in a shed right now and I look like I'm at CNN. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're looking at your your video feed. We're doing a Zoom interview. It's crystal clear, beautiful, and the background is really cool looking. But you're in a shed. Oh, I went. I, I'm in a shed. The Amish built uh, Amish <laughs> Mike's sheds. Uh, yeah, dude. I <laughs> I went on and just I I just watched nerds hour after hour on YouTube. Yeah. Of video and roadcasters and sound and lights. I mean, just hours of that. And then I transferred from the shed and became Dude. the king of Zoom. Yeah, you know, you did exactly what a lot of people yeah. did because you could easily be one of those influencers who gets, you know, clothing and makeup sent to them that you open up on uh, on your YouTube channel because the backdrop looks really good. You're lit properly. It all looks Primo. Yeah, I yeah, but I I I get companies that send me stuff, but I make no money. Those people make millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. I just like I have them send me fly fishing gadgets. <laughs> ah, I, that's what I just have them like. I have this thing that clips on your belt and holds a fly rod. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, all the kids are really kids, clamoring to get one of those. Kids you know? love a river runs through it. They right. really yeah. do. You fly fish. Oh, I'm a huge fly fisherman. Oh, I didn't know that. This, I, I mean, I physically, to... and I like doing it. <laughs> <laughs> a, a, a friend of mine is does it every weekend and says it is the, the, the biggest zen thing you can do. How often are you fly fishing? Uh, well, uh, I fly fish as much as I can. You know, you, you can't just do it. I, I, when I first started fly fishing, I just saw a river and I'd jump in it. But you really shouldn't do that. I, I was in, I was in Poughkeepsie, which I didn't know was like the murder capital of New York. <laughs> I ju- I saw a river and I was like, oh! And I just put all my gear on yeah. and I got my waders and my rod and my dumb hat and I, I jumped in this river, and it was a sewer river. Like, oh no! <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. This guy, old guy, jumped out. He's like, I'm crazy, Eddie. And he was like this homeless person that lived by the river. Yeah. And here I am. I look like some rich guy from Montana. And uh, yeah, it was just stupid. You, you, to, you and Crazy Eddie. I didn't realize. Yeah, you have to drive. I didn't realize what a big deal fly fly fishing is. My brother actually did a documentary on like this very successful, famous fly fisherman in Belize. He flew to Belize, went there, stayed for like a week, followed this guy around. Really? This guy's kids before school would get up with him. They'd fish before school. Kids would go to school. They'd huh. come and they didn't have like, like they were like making their own rods and all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Fonzie. Alta Frondarelli's big fly fisherman. You know, a lot of famous people are fly fishermen. Yeah, I'm a, I, I've known I people. Love, I've known people not necessarily fly fishermen, but but are so into fishing like you, Robert. They'll just have the the equipment in the, in their car in yeah. their trunk. Yeah, and if they see a spot, they'll just stop and do it, and they'll go it. And I, I don't know if, if people have gone to the lengths of like you know if there's a pond on someone's property, if they go up and knock on the door and say, "Hey, do you mind if I go fishing or whatever?" But but people that 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 is their thing. They will just. They'll stop everything and just go fishing. Yeah, I'm not that loser anymore. Okay. <laughs> I'm not that much 
much of a loser anymore. That guy. I mean, I'll, I like fishing, but I don't, you know, just stop and, okay. honey, wait in the car. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'll be back I, I like in an fly hour. Fishing because, I like fly fishing because it's hard. Yeah. You know, you can't. You know, you can't, you got to find out what they're eating. You got to you got to put the right fly on, and then you'll be sitting there for an hour trying to catch a fish, and then some fat guy with a deaf leopard T-shirt that doesn't fit will drop a, a spinning reel off a bridge with a huge worm and just catch a you know a nine foot trout right in front of you. Right. Like that. So I, I had a friend who um, he went to like really northern Alberta, almost like Arctic Circle, oh, real to, to fly fishing, and he said it was the most amazing experience of his life. It wasn't during cold weather; it was yeah. you know probably during July, August, whatever. But he said it was the most amazing experience he has ever had in his life. Does that do anything for you? I, I yeah, but I look stuff like that. You, you have to go. For me, I'm afraid of like being killed you know? <laughs> like I, I still have Boston in me like I, yeah. I as soon as I go to the woods I look for weapons you know to kill somebody or whatever redneck's gonna make me squeal like a pig or, right right you know, I'm look I as soon as I go into the woods I'm going to I'm I'm prepared to murder whatever is gonna try to attack me I believe you know? it man because you know it, like um Shows like The Walking Dead and so on where, where uh, humans encounter other humans and yeah. they don't know if they're hostile or not. What's your if, story? If I've been, mm. if I'm out like on a walking trail yeah. and yeah. I see one other person, I'm like, I wonder what that guy wants. Yeah. You know, I like immediately in, in my mind, I'm like on the defensive. That guy could be crazy, you know? Yeah. You know what's worse? I was on a trail by myself. And this is why I don't like doing it by myself. I was on a trail a few weeks ago uh, by myself. And all of a sudden, this really hot girl comes behind me and passes me. And now she's pacing me in front of me, but it's just me and her in the woods. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm out. Because <laughs> I always remember that Patrice O'Neill joke, the Pepsi called a rapist. Right. Where, you know, they, he doesn't, he keeps his receipts because he didn't want to throw a can of Pepsi over his head and <laughs> land on a dead white girl's head. And now he's the Pepsi called a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that's all I'm going to, I, I well, you, you, you're and her going into the woods. Yeah, uh, you're you're she come out. You're acutely aware of making some. Yes, because I I have done a ton of hiking. You know, on the trails around here, and there's a ton of great trails. But when that does happen, you're like you get worried for the person because they're like, oh man, they must be scared seeing something like me behind them. And, and yeah. it's, it's this bizarre dynamic. And a lot of times, I'll just stop and try to let them get as far out as ahead of me, so I'm not dealing with that dumb back and forth pacing thing it becomes oh. it ruins a whole afternoon yeah it ruins a hike like like i've been fishing like i went fishing in what was, what was it utah i was in utah when i was like oh i'm gonna go fishing by myself i rented a car went up between two snow peak mountains i get out i put all my gear on and uh, I step out of the car, and I have—I mean, I look like a, a commercial. Yeah. And then this this father and son pop up out of the trail, and they're like, "Daddy, look at that man!" And their father was like, "He's a fly fisherman, son." And then I I kind of nodded like Clint Eastwood, and I stepped off into the river, and I missed up. Uh, I missed. Uh, I misstepped, and I literally went horizontal, <laughs> and I into this river that looked like it was a foot deep. It was probably around four feet deep oh, of no. mountain water. Oh. My heart stopped. It was so cold. I just went, <gasps> and you heard the father go, come on, son, let's just go. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> was it an Alpine Lake by any chance? 
I, I, I don't know where it was, but I know that I walked a couple feet to this beautiful sandy spot, and I'm like, you know what? Forget it. This is worth it. And as I'm fishing, I'm like, this is beautiful. I looked down, and there was big cat paw prints in the sand. Uh-huh. Whoa. And I looked behind me, and the grass was splayed like it was a trail. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh, great. I'm just going to be attacked by a... <laughs> I'm just... I mean, could you imagine a cat seeing me just a prosciutto with a rod? <laughs> <laughs> it's why I get scared to go out there because I watch, I'm watch. i watching this show on Netflix. It's actually a History Channel show called Alone. And these people are out oh, by themselves yeah. in the uh, Alaskan wilderness. And they can tell everything. They know that that poop is, like, from a wolverine. Right. And then that... that I, th- I If I see a, a footprint in the mud... Automatically, I'm like, that's a bear, right? I mean, it could be a hoof from a deer, and I'm like, that looks like a bear print to me. I just don't know enough to be out by myself. Oh, dude, I'm I'm actually filming a show, and this is going down. I'm filming a show called Comedy Camp. Okay. And it's based on that. That show is one of my favorite shows. It's basically I'm taking five comics up into the woods for five days (laughs) with... No agents, no campers, no craft services. We all have to live in the woods, you know, get food, fire, uh, shelter, solo night. I'm talking. Wow. And- With nothing. Nothing? You don't even give them an axe or fire no, steel no, or? No, I'm not going to. I mean, I'm not. It's not caveman. But you don't have tents <laughs> and things like that. No, they'll they'll have a tent, but okay. everyone will have a tent. So it will be like you know, but they'll have a. We're gonna have a solo night where you have to go out okay. at least two hundred and fifty yards away <laughs> from the camp. From the camp. I mean, you have to you have to kind of you know. It's comics, right? right. I love it. They'll get a hangnail. They'll cry. You know, if somebody <laughs> doesn't like their tweet, I'll be have to listen to it for an hour. <laughs> just we're gonna no phones, no internet, no agents, no jokes, no nothing. And it, I and and you know, people don't understand when you're out in the woods, it's all fun and everything. And then, and then all of a sudden, when the sun goes down, yes, it's a different ball, different game. animal. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. It, it is. That's one thing I was just talking about. Uh, uh, I was on this horror movie uh, podcast with these uh, local guys. They're a really good uh, show that they put on. But that, if you go back to, like, the original Blair Witch, uh, you know, the the notion of the woods at night, Mm. black, pitch black darkness, sounds all around. Every rustle is a bear or a cougar. That's exactly it. It'll scare the living crap out of it. So let me ask you, Robert, what what is the, um, do you have your five that you you are going to... in your mind, yeah, we or do. You already, have you done it already? No, we're yeah. we're actually in the process right now with the lawyers, which is takes forever. But we have the cast, and uh, is Big J one of them? No, we, we we I said five days, not two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever walked anywhere with Big J? Out of your mind, five. Five, it takes him five hours to get from the cellar to Ben's Pizza on the corner. <laughs> we actually had him on the on the show one time, and he was he was actually walking in New York on his phone talking. And and uh, it, yeah, it, it, he seems like he's a, a slow mover. Yeah, no, I would. Yeah, maybe season four. You know, to wrap <laughs> you know, it up. Do you know what part of the country you're going to try and pull this off in, Robert? Uh, yeah, we're going to do probably d- down in Atlanta. Uh, in the woods down there, which is the same trail that goes all the way up to Canada, the uh, Adirondacks 
you could you, the the forest there. Oh, oh, we might go up to upstate New York. Dude, we want to be at least two to three hours away from anything. If okay. you're down in Georgia, you could actually hit the river that was used for deliverance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, look, I don't want. <laughs> you know, that's my biggest fear is this things could go south. But I, you know, we're gonna have a very small crew too, so it's not gonna be like yeah. you're not gonna be able to you know cry and just get. A Snickers bar, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I love that. I yeah. love this idea. Yeah. What, do you have a you have a projected time for completion? And, and- uh, well, we're going to try to hopefully uh, film it uh, soon. As soon as as soon as all the contracts and everything's done, that's great. We're going to be scouting locations. Probably we're looking at Atlanta and upstate New York now, and then we're gone. I mean, we're just going because. Uh, it doesn't take it doesn't take a lot. You yeah. know what I mean? So So can we talk about this show alone since you watch it? Like I well, am I, I don't necessarily want to be on that show, but I just want to be able to have the know how to be able to be on that show because those people are insane with with how self reliant they are. Yes. It, it's it's an amazing show. I mean basically the the gist of it is that we they they get the the most desolate hard place to to be on earth, and they drop ten people off with only ten things. They can only take ten things. They have yeah. to pick very wisely, and then whoever lasts the longest by themselves out in the woods. And not only do they have to survive, they have to be a production crew. They have to film yeah. their whole day and night, and uh, you know set up all these cameras. And it's pretty wild. And it's always like the fat one <laughs> because, you know, he's just got more meat on him. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. You've, you've, you, you brought your groceries with you. Uh, yeah, exactly. There's always, and it's funny because people are like, I'm going to build this great shelter. And then they just forget to get food. Yeah. And oh, I hate those mushroom eating asses. <laughs> you know, no, there, there's, there's this, I, I agree. I'm fascinated by this stuff. There's a guy, I think it was on a, the GQ series that, you know, a YouTube series, but they, this guy's like one of the renowned survival guys. And again, like case you talk about footprints and, and, and which way you should, you know, on, the, on which side of a hill you should build your lean to or all these mm-hmm. things right. that would help you to survive. But then, you know, you know what's going to happen. You get out there, you're going to panic and you're going to run into a boulder and kill yourself. And then right. that's, that's it, what's going to happen. You know, what takes out most guys, which is it makes me sick to my stomach. What? What takes yeah. out most guys <laughs> is they miss their wife and oh. kid. <laughs> What? I'm, I'm talking every every season. There's always I'm I'm Michael from Michigan, and I've died how to hunt and kill, and and then two days in, I just miss him. Oh, oh, oh I know that this is that's what life's about is family. Not I don't shut up. You stink. I know. Listen, Robert. When when uh, Survivor first uh, yeah. came on, and there were yeah. people that were that were that way as well. And I'm sitting here watching this show, and I'm like, my God, I would love a month away from my family. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm a horrible person. <laughs> These people are crying over here. Oh, I would be so happy to be alone for a hundred days. Yeah. Oh my God! First thing I would do is hunt a moose. And then I would eat moose everything for a hundred days. <laughs> the one guy had to tap out because he ate bad squirrel. 
Oh yeah, that that's funny too. What about the guy? He made it literally made a jacuzzi. It was so insane. He yeah. made a jacuzzi, but then he had to tap out because he lost his fire stick. Yeah, he couldn't start fire anymore. This dummy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> isn't that like? Isn't that, a, isn't that a basic Boy Scout trick? Yeah. Have you well, ever, have you ever made a fire like the, the classic with nothing, with, nothing. With, without any combustibles? N- no, because I mean, look, we'll probably do it on the show. Yeah, but. Yeah. No, because no. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> why? Because I went out with, I'll tell you why. Because I went out with this one of these guys, you know what I mean? Like and a Bear Grylls kind of guy? Yeah, yeah. Like I was in, you know, I, li- I like doing this stuff. So I went out with one of these guys and um, I had all my fire stick and my fire starter and all this stuff. <laughs> and he went over to the fire with some kindling and he took out a bick. <laughs> and he lit the f- yeah, a big yeah. lighter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, so you're probably like me because I, I get all these. If it says tac- oh. if it says tactical on it, I get oh. it. And like I have this tactical shovel in my in my trunk right now. Yeah. I, I, I don't. I've actually never even opened up the bag to look what's inside. I just all, all ordered it, but it apparently has the ability to start up, make a fire, and an axe, and all this stuff. And yeah. I think, well, just to have it, and you realize what a sucker you are for anything that's tactical or survival oh. or any of that stuff. I don't know. I mean, with the way the world's going right now, maybe <laughs> that shovel might actually might come, come in handy. Right. <laughs> oh, dude. I mean, come on. Dude, yeah, this is getting nuts. <laughs> no. I mean, I- I'll live. Voss dies immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gordon true. lives, but- Somebody's girl in the woods. You know what I mean. I mean, well, who's who survives the longest of of your group? Oh, of, first of all, me. You? Yeah. yeah I know how to fish. I know how to make a shelter, and I'm huge. I'll, you know what I mean. I don't need to eat for like three three months. You right. know what I mean. Boss, boss's stuff. All his, uh, he has the same stuff. I got, I have that stuff, but it has Marlboro on it because he got it from Marlboro Miles. <laughs> yes, he's got a Marlboro tent, Marlboro sleeping bag. <laughs> so he gets his, his camping gear. <laughs> it's just, it's just, you know what I mean. Plus, I would, I, I would, you would have to kill Voss a couple days in, yeah, because suggestions would just annoy you. I'm just suggesting we should, you know, I remember we were doing the Creepsy Kids tour and he called me up. I have a suggestion. I'm like, oh God. It's like the hundredth suggestion. I go, what? He goes, bumper stickers. I'm like, people people don't have bumpers. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? Vote for Dukakis? Yeah. Nobody. Vote for Dukakis. The the uh, yeah it's uh, you know he's just an, a he's sticker is <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you, uh, they make let's just do stickers you yeah. dumb dumb oh my god so let, I love it. let me ask you what's because I'm I'm fascinated by this because we all sort of connect yeah. to this in some way you know and, and love this whole lot you know going out in nature and doing this sort of thing what what do you think is the best survival movie ever made um. Ah, wow, that's a good question. The best survival movie? Yeah, with, with you know, against the odds, the 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 classic thing. Uh, I mean, Jeremiah Johnson is probably the best. It's damn movie. good. Have you ever yeah, seen? You ever see a man in the wilderness? Uh, yes, with Richard Harris. Yeah, that's yes. that's another. And then the, the Revenant. It was basically it was mm-hmm. the Revenant. Right. It was remade as the Revenant. Yeah, but those like yeah, Jeremiah Johnson to me was just that guy just lost everything and yeah. then went out the woods, which I think about all the time. Just. <laughs> 
walk. I spilled cereal milk this morning, and I, I had to pick it up, and I, I felt like just... Let's just get my knife and go into the, and just leave. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't want to leave it all behind. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's too much milk. So mad. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I turn on Facebook and it's just, uh, it's constantly bombarded by people who are doing better than you. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, like autism is such as like you look at people with autism now. Yeah. And they're superhumans. They're X-Men. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, I, oh, he didn't talk to anybody when he was a kid. He had no friends. Yeah, but he's a multi-million, <laughs> he's a millionaire now, and he's got helicopters because he can draw a landscape from the sky that he saw once. Well, you know, this- yeah, Elon Musk revealed that he's on the spectrum, uh, you know. Yes. I, so, there, you know, it's, yeah. it's the way your mind I have, resets. I have- I have not. You know what I got? You know what my skill was? I'm I'm I, I'm good at small talk. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, how you doing? Good to see you. All right, is that, is that the paper? Oh, did you see what happened to the Red Sox? Yeah, they're going. <laughs> I'm, I'm super barbecued. I would love to see that. Oh, they put in, in the next Expendables movie. You get called in yeah. as the small talk. Expert. Well, that would be his, that. That would be your code name. Small, small talk. talk. Yeah. <laughs> Send in small talk. <laughs> hey, hey, I yeah. love that shirt. Where do you? Hey, can I get one? <laughs> you just need to distract somebody for fifteen minutes. Send in small talk. Oh uh, my! Yeah, my wife this morning. Well, are you married? Oh, that's great. Good for you. You're gonna love it. Thanks. That's oh. <laughs> all I'm good at is being an. Elevators. Let me. <laughs> hey, it's a skill. For yeah. sake, right? I'm not good at it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I actually, you know what was funny too is I was I'm using all these apps now. I mean, look, I love technology. You guys know that. Yeah. You, you love. I mean, you both love technology, but it's it's like I use YouTube so much now. It's like my encyclopedia. I learned everything from yes. YouTube. Everything. It's just a like, my heat went down in the middle of the winter last year. I called them up, three hundred to come out, two fifty an hour. After that, yeah. right? I YouTube. My wife was like, "Just call them." I'm like, "No." I YouTube. I found a guy with a hair lip who was had my heater, and he goes, "What you want to do?" Sniff is you know, sniff. It took me two hours to replay it just to hear what that guy was saying. He literally just took a screw out and blew on it and put it back in and it fixed the whole heating unit. You you are speaking. This is the absolute truth, and we've con- we've this has been a, a thing that we've tried to impart. Uh, Preston's wife has done all sorts of home repair based off of YouTube. Mm-hmm. Whatever you not only is has someone done what you're attempting to do, but then you can go into the videos and then watch them using the exact same tools you have in the same room in the house. You know, everything, it's just amazing. There's always someone who's done it and has recorded it. God bless them. Mm -hmm. You know what I I started doing is at night, (laughs) this didn't work. <laughs> I can't sleep. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just, I'm up. I'm up. I'm just, you know, I'm just <gasps> mortgage. <gasps> I'm unessential. Wear <laughs> a mask again. <gasps> you know. Um, and I'm, and I, and I saw this thing fall to sleep in 30 seconds. And I was like, oh, I gotta check this out. Sure. And if this, this girl, hello, thank you for choosing me to take you <laughs> to sleep. To another universe. Just follow my voice. And 
like, like ten seconds in, I'm just I'm I'm fully aroused. I'm like, this is, like, my wife touched me in two years. Like I'm like on the side of the river with the chick from the butter, <laughs> the land of lakes. Yeah, the land of lakes. You know what I mean? I'm like, this is. They should, they should have a recording of some guy's wife going. Uh, you don't need it. I need you to go tomorrow. Oh, God. I love it. I love it's it. The best. Well, listen, yeah. Robert, we're, uh, we're glad that you, sir, are back in town to, uh, entertain the good people of Philadelphia. Uh, yeah. You got several shows. There's a uh, eight o'clock show tonight. Then tomorrow, seven thirty, nine forty-five, and the same thing on uh, Saturday night. Uh, so tickets you can get at uh, punchlinephilly.com. You're gonna want to get them quickly. Yeah, most definitely, because Robert is a good time. We know this firsthand on uh, many. Yeah, good at small talk too. <laughs> He's great at small talk. <laughs> Yo, smoke a cigar and I can do some small talk with you guys. <laughs> You'll be amazed. Uh, but listen, I want to point out your podcast as well. It's called uh, You Know What, Dude. And uh, do you do that from the the shack from your, uh, no. from your shed? No, that's live from the shed. That's uh, no, that's your. Uh, Petrie. I do a lot from the shed, yes, okay. which is uh, where I interview like more like, really famous people come up to my shed. It's really okay. weird and uncomfortable. <laughs> and awesome, but, I like uh, no, the YKWD is from the Comedy Cellar Laugh Button Studios. Okay. All right. Uh, right above the Comedy Cellar, which is pretty awesome. That is so, great. That's cool. Nice. And our buddy Adam Ferrara is on there with you this week. I'm I so just, I, Adam Ferrara is the nicest. Yes. My, from another, he's from the 50s. I mean, yeah. <laughs> He's the funniest, nicest guy I've ever met in my life. He's he's never not been nice. Yeah. No, never. he's great. He's yeah. great. Every yeah. other f- have has not been nice. <laughs> <laughs> Colin, I mean, Jesus, he's hung up so many times. I mean, Adam Ferrara is so nice. I love the guy. If I can make him in a female version with the little mole, I'd love yeah. it. <laughs> Keep them all. We'll it's very Cindy Crawford. We'll check out the podcast. We got to wrap, Robert. Man, it's good to talk to you. Enjoy your time in Philly, and we'll do it again soon. All right, my man? Miss you guys, man. You guys Miss are you the too. best. Thanks oh, so thanks, much. Man. Robert Kelly, Yay! guys. Yay! He's great. Could talk to him forever, man. He's wonderful, man. Um, we should take a quick break and come back in a second. Some more B-File stories on the way for you next, so make sure that you stay with us because we'll return shortly. Hey, podcasters, would you like to win passes to Preston and Steve's exclusive screening of Marvel's Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings? It's happening on Wednesday, September 1st at 7 p.m. at the UA King of Prussia. To win your way in, just go to WMMR.com, scroll down to the contest ribbon, and tap Preston and Steve's secret contest for your chance to enter. Good luck, and thanks for listening. All right, uh, let's get these stories. Here we go. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Finally. So you can get cash today. It's brought to you, by the way, by uh, Armor Metals and Recycling. Get cash today if you need cash fast. Just bring your scrap and e-cycling to Armor Metals and Recycling. And then walk away with cash today. Located in Pensauken, New Jersey or at Armor Metals Recycling. Dot com. A Pennsylvania woman who pleaded guilty to coughing and spitting on food at a supermarket oh in the God. early days of the coronavirus pandemic was sentenced Tuesday to at least a year in jail. So that's what's happened. So even prior to COVID, I would be upset. Are you oh seriously? Yes. Yeah. Right? Totally. God. 
Uh, Margaret Ann Kirko uh, pleaded guilty to a felony count of making bomb threats. Margaret well. Kirkhoff, excuse me. <laughs> uh, authorities said Kirko entered uh, Garrity's supermarket near Wilkes-Barre and purposely coughed on fresh produce and other merchandise while yelling that she had the virus and that everyone would get sick. Uh, Joe Fasula, co-owner of the supermarket chain, said that over $35,000 worth of merchandise had to be thrown out as a result of what Garrity had called a twisted prank. They could have just sent it to Nick. Uh, Kirko <laughs> tested negative for COVID-19, according to her attorney, who said she was intoxicated at the time uh, of the incident. You just cut the COVID off. Uh, she apologized in court and said, I wish I could take it back, but the judge called the conduct totally outrageous and sentenced her to one to two years in jail to be followed by eight years of probation. She also was ordered to pay nearly $30,000 in restitution, so no joking around there. Hey, here's a follow-up story. That massive bathtub rubber ducky that appeared all of a sudden in Belfast, Maine last week... Yeah. ...disappeared Saturday evening... Gone. ...after becoming a hit on both the harbor and on the internet. Dozens of people walking around near the harbor master's office on Tuesday around noon said out loud that they were disappointed that the duck was no longer there. Mm-hmm. According to Betty Siegel, she said, I'm a Mainer and I wanted to see that big duck. Bring the goddamn duck back. She was visiting with friends from Belfast, or to, at Belfast. She said, um, uh, or no, I'm sorry, the only sign uh, that the way oversized waterfowl had ever visited was a small piece of paper posted on the Harbor Master's office bulletin board and explains that the duck was a gift from, a, quote, anonymous Bennequackers <laughs> who live in the land of Misfit Toys USA. And the note goes on to say that Joy, which was written on the front of the duck, is also the duck's name, and that she's female. Her presence was, quote, <clears throat> in an age of such bitter divisiveness in our country, a reminder of our commonalities and a way to make people feel happy. According to the message, Joy was also set to leave Belfast not long after she arrived, since <sighs> September is duck hunting season in yeah. Maine. I love this idea, Preston. We should put a large duck in the schuylkill like this, but just have the word pud on it. Pud. Oh, yes. yes. One person who has seen the duck since her departure is Cindy Henderson of Glen Falls, New York. She took pictures of it during a trip to uh, Islesboro over the weekend. She said, I heard it was Crow Cove on Sunday before the storm, and there it was. She said, adding that it was tipped over a tad bit, but it was nice. Whether or not Joy is still nestling there is unclear. Meanwhile, on the mainland, most people are still wondering who exactly the anonymous Bennequackers might be. I love the gesture. Yes. This story's out of Wisconsin. Two vehicles caught on fire after two drivers did burnouts in a parking lot. Firefighters responded for a report of a vehicle fire. When they arrived, crews found one vehicle fully engulfed, engulfed and another that had caught fire as well. Uh-oh. Uh, the fires were quickly extinguished, but both vehicles were declared a total loss. They were both rentals, mind you. <laughs> One of the drivers told firefighters he ran into a nearby hotel lobby to get a fire extinguisher but wasn't able to find one. You imagine you're you're sitting there spinning your tires yeah. to the point they catch it's on, fire. on fire. That's ridiculous. So I don't know if these guys are facing charges or not. Uh, this is a great idea. Staff at a jail in South Central Washington State have come up with an inexpensive but effective way to encourage inmates to get a COVID-19 vaccine. Since the first of the month... The Benton County Jail has been giving away one of its most popular uh, commissary items to inmates who sign up for their first COVID shot, and that is 
ramen noodles. Ramen noodles? And apparently they're lining up to get it done. Oh, my God. So you get some premium chi-chi going. By Monday, the jail will have given out 900 packets wow. of noodle soup. I love ramen noodles. To 90 inmates. And it, I'm telling you, in, in, in the joint... I already it's, got my shots, though. It's cuisine. Yeah, I can't. You know? I can't take advantage of this offer. Uh, it's advertised to inmates around the jail with flyers featuring a larger-than-life photo of the seasoned wavy noodles, and a headline that says "Soups for Shots." Any inmate, no matter how long their stay, is eligible for the program if they have not been immunized yet. Uh, the Benton County Jail has shared information about the program with other jails in the state as well. Well, an off-duty police officer put his hands on a woman's hips and, after she rejected him, punched the woman's husband. Uh, this is according to police you. in New Smyrna Beach, Florida. Uh, the suspect, Nachi uh, Nazkuglu, uh, uh, is who this is. So he approached a woman singing karaoke at the restaurant and sports bar called Peanuts. Uh, Tazguchglu, or whatever you say his last name. Allegedly put his hands on her hips. A woman figuratively shot him down, telling him that she was married and not interested in him. The officer allegedly would not let this go. The woman went outside and spoke to her husband. Uh, the officer then went outside as well, however, and punched the man in the face, knocking him into a flower pot. The man sustained a cut uh, at his left eye and nose, but he refused medical care. Taz Kuglu had punched him multiple times, officers said. Investigators described him as referencing his job in order to taunt, saying, I'm a cop. What are you going to do about it? Police arrested him for a count of misdemeanor battery. Well, that's what um, they're going to do. Yeah, and he has not been with the Edgewater Police Department for even a year. Uh, chief Joe Mahoney swore him in last September, and now the chief is announcing his suspension. No boo-hoo for Taz Kugel. That is correct. <laughs> All right, and then we will do one more story and wrap it up. Let's end with a quickie. We will go on this one. Police uh, responded early Saturday to calls about a disturbance at an Iowa apartment building, and they discovered Kyle Clark, 19 years old, and another man face-to-face yelling at each other. Upon spotting uh, the officers, Clark tried to walk away from cops who noticed he had a very large bulge under his shirt near the waistline like he was trying to hide something. When a cop asked if the protuberance was a bag of weed, Clark reportedly tried to walk down the stairs, which was a dead end. After he was handcuffed, a very large bag of marijuana fell from under his shirt. He claimed that it was... That's not mine. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. That's not mine. No. It came by, by the way... It was four ounces oh of my weed. God. <laughs> That's a quarter pound. That's a, a lot of marijuana. That how he how big would, would you... Well, okay, that's a, like huge. Like a football. Yeah. Yeah, something like Freezer that probably. Yeah. Uh, so... No. <laughs> that's not mine. It came with the pants. Uh, Clark was charged with felony and misdemeanor drug counts and uh, booked into the county jail, by the way. And there you go. That is what I have for you. In the Bizarre File this morning, let us take a break and come back in a moment and see how you did in keeping track of what we've talked about on the program this morning. We'll do the lesson question. We'll get to trash with the music news. Those things are coming up next. Stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. 93.3 WMMR presents Money Clips. Wow, we have a lot of clips. Your shot at stuffing 500 bucks in your Money Clips seven times a day. 
Weekdays at 8, 10, and noon, as well as 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. We'll play an audio clip from one of your favorite MMR DJs. So true, Jackson. And then give you a keyword. Text it to 45911. Or if you enter it at WMMR.com or our app, you'll also get entered for the grand prize. 10,000 bucks. What the f***? See complete rules at WMMR.com. It's MMR's Money Clips from who else? 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your wallet. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, we're going to do today's lesson question, and we will be giving away a digital download of the Conjuring the Devil Made Me Do It. And so the question, a lot of good questions from today. Um, let's go with one. All right, let's see if you paid attention to what a, a caller was saying this morning. Caller Leon, <laughs> who is on OnlyFans with his wife, lives by this phrase. Whatever happens, I have a what? Yeah. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you can remember that. Whatever happens, I have a what? 215-263-WMMR. If you caught it, you remember it, give us a call, and we'll do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, brought to you by Maury's Piers. You can celebrate Oktoberfest at Maury's Pier with uh, MMR's Big Freaking Deal. This week, two one-day ride passes for Maury's Piers Oktoberfest are only $45. You can get this exclusive offer now through Sunday at WMMR.com. Use the keyword DEAL, but hurry because supplies are limited. What's happening, Steve? Well, Chinese Olympian Zhu Xing, who turned in a stellar performance on the trampoline, says the gold medal she won has started to peel. Zing says that upon further inspection, she discovered that the metal was made in China. Oh, so <laughs> oh my God. Kim Kardashian receiving a cosmetic laser procedure called Potenza Radio Frequency Micron Needling. Dr. Ashkan Kavami explained the process in layman's terms, saying he spiffied up her butthole. Oh, uh-huh. Hey! And that's layman's terms for you. LeVar Burton admitting that he's very upset that he's not in the running as a permanent host of Jeopardy now that Mike Richards has stepped away from the job. Burton reveals he left his let his frustration get the better of him and sent Jeopardy producers a text reading, quote, You, who are people who should suck my ass? Wow. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood check. All right, we're going to see if you were paying attention to know the answer to this. Caller Leon, who is on OnlyFans with his wife, lives by this phrase. Whatever happens, I still have a what? 215-263-WMMR. Frank, our first caller in, gets to go for it. Hi, Frank. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Frank, uh, whatever happens, I have a... Schlong. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, Frank. You just got yourself a digital download of The Conjuring. The Devil Made Me Do It in the Terrifying Conjuring Universe continues. Ed and Lorraine Warren are back unraveling their most sinister case yet. And you can own it now on digital and Blu-ray. Let's get to music news. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. I like Big Paul. All right, this morning Music News is brought to you by... Red Beans and August marks their 46th anniversary and they're celebrating with the biggest sales event ever. Uh, go enjoy a better experience and see why it's better at FredBeans.com. Tom Morello has released a new single from his upcoming album, The Atlas Underground Fire. 
Uh, the song is called Driving to Texas, and it features Fantagram. Tom Morello said, I'd work with Josh from Fantagram on my first Atlas Underground album, and I was thrilled when he and Sarah reached out about collaborating on this record. This song is creepy as hell. He said, a dark journey, a struggle for a tortured soul. The guitar solo needed to feel like a vengeful angel who has come down to decide the fate of the protagonist. Will they descend into the abyss or will they find redemption? Sounds heavy. Driving to Texas really shows the breadth of the music you'll hear on this record. Sarah has one of the most haunting and beautiful voices of anyone singing today, and Josh's production is stylistically so fresh and eerie. Uh, Morello's The Atlas Underground Fire album will be released on October 15th. The album's first single was the classic rock ACDC anthem, Highway to Hell, with Morello, Bruce Springsteen, and Eddie Vedder. I actually dug that, man. Yeah, it was I, good. I, I think it's pretty cool. I heard, um, I think it was Jackie playing it while uh, Pierre was on vacation and had it, you know, when you're in the car, yes. that's when you can really tell. Mm-hmm. And so I was, uh, I was enjoying their version of it. Uh, in addition to Bruce and Eddie, the album features a cast of collaborators including Chris Stapleton, Mike Posner, Damian Marley, and more. So I didn't hear it. Want to check a little bit of his up? Yeah. This is the first time I've heard it as well. Trying to think of a better word. Let's let, let, let it balls. <laughs> when Eddie sings like that and, and not doing the vibrato that you make fun of, yeah. and I agree with you. Oh, yeah. It's, he's so much better. He's so much more of a powerful Power. singer. Yeah. yeah. And, and it comes out in rock anthems like that one. Right. I had a, uh, a, um, a, a moment where I had gone to sleep and I was watching. What was I watching? Oh, uh, it was they're doing like new behind the music. Right. And uh, oh. it was uh, it was Huey Lewis in the news. And so oh, I, had I fallen, it was great. It was great. I had fallen asleep towards the end of it. And I guess it just went to whatever was next in line in queue, and it was the um, it was a Pearl Jam unplugged. Oh man, it was so good. Yeah, and okay. uh, and so it woke me up. It was that good. I was like, Casey, this is we, we good. You've got to go to work and entertain people on the radio. Um, you know how Bill hates it when we talk about how much we love the Bee Gees. Ah, oh, sorry. I love, I love Huey Lewis in the news. Yeah. Oh my God. My I, first I yes. Love that band. Uh, even, even, I mean, you know, their their hits got beaten to death on the radio, and that makes it kind of hard, like a Hootie and the Blowfish and stuff like that. But 
I go back. It was a really, really talented band all the way around. It, the, all the surrounding members of that band were all really, really talented. Jeremy was written by Huey Lewis. I did yeah, not yeah. know that, <laughs> which is a departure right. from the kind of feel-good music that they normally yes. do. <laughs> they were looking to evolve as a band. Jeremy <laughs> spoke in class today. There's a there's a version of. Um, uh, it's a cappella, and Huey Lewis and the News do it. It's a classic called "It's All Right." Yeah, yes. it is. It is. The harmonies are so damn good in that song, yeah. and even "Power of Love," man, it's just a great tune. I, I love. I want a new drug. Yeah. I think that's a fantastic song. Well, it's know, actually got. You know what it's got? It's got some nuts. It's got some nuts. Right. It does. Ah, there it is. Oh, oh it's low. You know who he works or was working with a lot and and wrote songs for him was Bruce Hornsby, who I'm a huge fan of. I didn't of. know that. Yes. Okay, they collaborated. Yep, they, had a they collab. collab. Yeah. Let's collab. <laughs> this is a great song. God, this reminds me of a time. Oh yeah, so vividly. Yeah. All right. Anyhow, enough about that. Uh, we're going to move on to Nirvana. Dave Grohl says that he finds it difficult to I listen. That off. <laughs> difficult to listen to Nirvana's final album, uh, 1993's In Utero. Uh, Laura reported that um, the Nirvana drummer is quoted in the new 10th anniversary publication of writer Paul Brannigan's This is a Call, The Life and Times of Dave Grohl. And he said it captured a moment in time for the band, and it's definitely an accurate representation of the time, which was dark. He said it's an effing dark album, and I don't like listening to that record. It's a weird one for me. He said, I hear the songs on the radio every once in a while, and I like the sonic difference of hearing all apologies or heart-shaped box come on in the middle of a bunch of compressed, pro-tooled, modern rock radio music uh, because it stands out. But lyrically and conceptually, it's not something that I like to revisit too often. Does it, does it make you sad? I think it makes him sad, Ed. Uh, Grohl... <laughs> Going on to say, what I love most about it is the uh, the sound of urgency and the sound of the three of us in a room. He said, Nevermind and In Utero are two totally different albums. Nevermind was intentional, as much as any revisionist might say it was a contrived version of Nirvana. It wasn't. We went down uh, there to make that record. We rehearsed hours and hours and hours, day after day, to get uh, to Nevermind. But In Utero was so different. There was no labor to process and it just kind of came out like a purge and it was so pure. But he just, there's something about it that uh, is off-putting to him. I can see that. Yeah. I want to reiterate what Nick had uh, told me a moment ago and uh, Eddie, you're here. Yeah. Uh, Tomorrow's the 30th anniversary of 10 and the 25th anniversary of the album's uh, No Code from Pearl Jam and we're going to have some special recognition of that tomorrow. Pierre's doing a uh, a vinyl cut. In fact, he's. Uh, I, I'm assuming he's going to do it in the vinyl cut position. But I that's, think so. That's he's, the word. He's, he's tracking side one of the album uh, on vinyl, which is cool. And what else is there going to be, Nick? Just some celebrations of both of those records. Uh, uh, Ten is 30 years old. No Code is 25 years old. There's a uh, an article that's coming out on uh, WMMR.com. It's a roundtable discussion that I was a part of. Uh, Matt Cord from down the hall is a part of it as well, and a bunch of different other. Uh, we, we discuss uh, hip to be square. Hip to be square. <laughs> a lot of Huey Lewis chat. Um, uh, but you know, the the on MMR's birthday in 2016, Pearl Jam played ten from beginning to end. You know, and it, so wow. there's these cool confluences of events with the band, with those records, and so we're going to celebrate them both tomorrow. Hey, Thank is you. there are there curses on that? Oh yeah. So so yeah. is Pierre going to do live potting down during? Yeah, the- yeah. Pancake yeah. has been rehearsing. 
He will fade fade the music real quick at the proper moment. I think tomorrow, though, um, is the one day of the year where the FCC doesn't listen. That's right. We should be okay. Uh, But, you know, no code code is an underrated record, and uh, so I'm glad we're going to celebrate that as well. All right, and then one final thing, uh, that is the fact that we announced earlier this morning, MMR's Back to School A2Z 2021. Thousands of songs played in alphabetical order. And slight twist this year, we get to start it here on the Preston and Steve Show. And that ensures that if you have regular listening habits, you listen at a certain time of day, maybe uh, during your drive or wherever it may be, um, this is to mix it up and you will hear a different... um, slice of the A to Z at that particular time. So, we'll begin 6 a.m. a week from today, next Thursday, September 2nd, and we, here at the staff, love doing the A to Z. It's probably, I I can almost say definitely it's our favorite music-based programming uh, that we do each year. It is, and we end up having more than one discussion about things that we've heard, and it incites us to talk about bands that we love that are in the voluminous library of MMR. Yep. And uh, I also uh, caution you, or I should say advise you, you know, keep a pen or a piece of paper handy because you're going to want to... <laughs> You're going to run to write down stuff that you probably want to add to your own library. Absolutely. All right, and that's it in music news. Listen, as we take a break, I want to give away a pair of tickets. We made this announcement yesterday. John Mulaney's 13th show, <laughs> Saturday, October 9th, 9.30 p.m. at the Academy of Music. And we'll take caller number 22, and we will give you tickets, 215-263-WMMR. Uh, those tickets went on sale yesterday. We'll have to find out if they sold out, too. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. They yeah. may have. So, uh, caller number 22, those tickets are yours. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Podcasts? Oh, yeah. MMR's got them. There's the Fun Size and Bizarre File editions, along with Preston and Steve Full Show Podcasts, plus the MM Archives Podcast and more. Click Podcasts on WMMR.com. We have reached the end, dear friend, but uh, have enjoyed our day once again as we are, well, as Casey said, it's it's now the weekend. It we're is. Done, we're done with work on a Thursday and it's officially the weekend, so it's always nice when you have that, that Fr- perspective. Friday afternoon and evening is actually my favorite part of the weekend. I agree. Yeah. I agree with Because you have two days left. Yes. Saturday, you're already starting to think, you son of a bitch. I got one more day and then I got to go to yeah. work, so I better start thinking about it. What's with the Monday? I know. Uh, I would like to thank uh, our lone guest today and a great guest at that, Mr. Robert Kelly. Going to be a punchline tonight, 8 o'clock, and then uh, tomorrow and Saturday, 7.30 and 9.45. And Robert is just happy to be back working again. He's great. Happy to be back in Philadelphia again. Uh, You can go to punchlinephilly.com and get your tickets for his program. So, uh, super nice guy, very funny, and uh, you shall enjoy him. And that's it. And just a reminder, we made the announcement earlier this morning about uh, MMR's Back to School. I know I hit it in music news a little while ago, but I'll mention that one more time. Uh, oh, back to school. Uh-huh. Back to school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Billy. And so, it's thousands of songs in alphabetical order, and we will start it a week from today at 6 a.m. on the President's Eve. And then it goes till... We should actually, you know what we should do? Have we, take bets? Have we done that before? Have we done like a pool? Uh, very informally. I think we should do I, a pool. I think pool. we should do it, and we should all put in $5,000. All right. Okay. Yeah. So I'm in. Okay. A light little <laughs> gentleman's bet. Fun Fun thing yeah, at, the, yeah. at the office. It's just a betting at the office. Yeah, it's just yeah. fun, you know? Uh, let's, do, so. let's do that. So before, th- we'll, we'll pick a time because 
it yeah. usually always runs, you know, past, <laughs> well past yeah. the time that's projected. Uh, so pick a date and a yeah. time of the... Yes, yeah. and, and a and wait. The, when the last song ends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. All right. uh, closest to without going over... Or maybe, yeah. just, or maybe just closest to, yeah, when both, right. both showcase. I can't yeah. can pay $5,000. All right, so then we'll just, we'll, we'll bragging rights. Okay. How about that? And $4,000. I can <laughs> Uh, so we need to do the letter of the day, and I guess I might be able to do that. You're gonna handle that case. I got it. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now the daily letter and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter M, as in Madison. All right, and we now have one more to go, and that's it. We give away the $300 Hens and Honey Shop gift card. Uh, Located in beautiful downtown Swedesboro, New Jersey, Hens and Honey Shop is a unique boutique with bath products, handmade candles, stylish, high-quality clothing, and accessories, plus products from Alex and Annie, Rice Love Bags, and Pura Vida, and a truly unique shopping experience. So we give that away tomorrow. Get yourself set for that. I want to thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today by Dungan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show, Acme, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, and... Mount Hope, the Renaissance Fair. You can experience Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair at parenfair.com. I love the Renaissance Fair. Yeah, it is a damn good time. All right, so tomorrow on the program, uh, we have another T-Mobile cooling caravan. Nice. It will be brutally hot. Yep. Uh, We have comedian and actress Sandra Bernhardt on the show. How about that? And we have No Sad Bro, It's Friday. So those things are taking place. That is it. We are done. So rage on and have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Installing brand new carpets shouldn't mean putting your life on hold. Enjoy a simplified installation experience at the Home Depot by licensed local professionals with an unbeatable selection of affordable styles, colors, and fabrics that are durable and low maintenance, including options that are odor and stain resistant. And right now, you can get your carpet installed for free. Get started today at the Home Depot. Free carpet installation on purchases of $4.99 or more. No square foot minimum. Excludes in stock styles. U.S. only. See store for details.